MMR's Preston C podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. All right, today is Tuesday. It's the 31st day of January. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. The Super Bowl is the biggest American sporting event of the year, so it's no surprise that tickets to the big game are pretty pricey. Going to see the Philadelphia Eagles take on the Kansas City Chiefs at State Farm Stadium in Super Bowl 57 is possible if you're willing to pay the high price. Saints ABC spoke to Vincent Rizzuto yesterday. He's the president of the travel company uh, Philly Sports Trips, and he said that he had been taking calls from fans for the last 24 hours, nonstop phone calls and emails. He says their full package costs about $3,400 a person. That includes flight, hotel, transportation, and two parties. So that's about $6,800 for a couple, but that does not include tickets to the game. Oh, no ticket. Oh. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, there we $6, go. $6,800 just to get just started. Just the peripherals. Yeah. Just to get started. <laughs> yeah. A couple in Bryn Mawr decided to fulfill a lifelong dream of watching the Eagles in the Super Bowl live uh, in the Super Bowl live and in person. They paid over twenty thousand dollars. That included tickets. Uh, if you God. want to purchase your packages with the Eagles, they will direct you to On Location, the official hospitality partner of the NFL. A com- uh, package complete with game day tickets, an exclusive pregame party, and tailgate experience starts uh, at just under five thousand dollars per person. Mm, so twenty grand they're going to spend for this experience, and I wonder if they're told their 18-year-old son. You know we're going to take a gap year no, this Preston, year. No, they, Preston, they <laughs> yeah. just got engaged. We're not going to pay. Oh, they just got engaged. And they're using their honeymoon, honeymoon money. That's so it. They're not oh, taking their honeymoon. They're, 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 this is their well, honeymoon. And their mortgage. Right. Sure. Yeah, yeah, and the mortgage. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It's, um... And I know that it's, it's been the standard for years now, yes. and it's no big deal, and it's probably a, a thing that we say every single year, but, I mean, either you are... Either this is just a luxury, you can afford this, and it's it's loaded with super rich people, or you're really, really diving deep into your accounts. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, wow. It's an amazing thing. Now, yeah, however, if you go ridiculous. up to the $25,000 package, that guarantees a win, Kathy. Well, here uh, we go. Yeah. So, packages including airfare and hotel start at $10,000 per person. According to Game Time, the top ticketed prices are going... Uh, top. Sorry, the top priced tickets are going for just over $33,000 each. Imagine that. Where, oh, 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 where's oh. my ticket? Where's my $33,000 ticket? I just oh. don't understand who can go. Like, uh, yeah, I, know. I know what I'm, you just I said, know. but like, I, I'm with you, man. Who are you? you? Know, how, the, uh, listen, I guess there's a lot of people that have disposable income out there. I mean, listen, there, there's money. That, that kind of disposable income. There's money that I have saved that I would use for specific things. I would not be a person to, to spend $33,000 on a Super Bowl ticket, but... There are people probably who have money saved that this is what they're saving. Yeah, I would get a nice car for thirty three. Yeah, yeah, but I, I, you know, I've said this before. I would do this for like a concert, right? I would do this for for See, an, for an your... experience in which there isn't a winner and a loser. Do right. you know what I mean? Right. Like a Richard uh, March concert, right? and that's the thing. Like I feel confident about my team and going into this game. I really do, and I felt confident about the Eagles back in in Jacksonville in two thousand and four. But they didn't win, and it was a long drive home. Right. That's what we. I was talking about last night. Like, yeah. could you imagine spending thirty three thousand dollars going out there, and then your team loses, and you got to come home? I know it's the difference between you know they win and worth every penny yeah. experience yeah. Right. of my right. life, and the other can't believe I yeah. spent thirty thousand dollars because I went out there to see the, them. Well, yeah. The question is, are you fight it like that? Delusional and convincing enough to tell yourself it was all worth it after you lose? Right, thirty-three thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is yeah. A justified. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
So according to StubHub, the average price of tickets is so, uh, sold is more than $7,500, and Eagles fans are leading when it comes to ticket sales, making up 20% of the sales. We're number one. The Green Legion has full travel packages starting at $6,000 a person. That's without game tickets, and then starting at 12000 a person, and that's with game tickets. So do they have any sort of structure where they have to make a, a certain amount available at, you know, like they'll do in some concert scenarios? Level. Right, right. They have to make some affordable to the riffraff, you know, the people that they execute at the end of the building. I don't know, but here's your one chance to go if you want for a hundred bucks. I need the riffraff package. Yeah. One of the Green Legion trips uh, for two worth $22,000. <laughs> uh, they're selling hundred dollar raffle tickets okay. and all proceeds from the raffle go uh, to the Olympus Foundation, which uh, okay. will benefit the Penn this... Abramson Cancer Center in support of lung cancer research. All right, well, wow. That's good. You couldn't do it otherwise because yeah. that would be illegal. Yeah. But, but, the, but the fact that it's going to a charity, that's fine. No, 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 no. I, uh, because they're not... I don't... Well, I don't know these lottery There are rules. rules. There there are rules about what you can and cannot offer up for lottery. As a radio station, yes. But as a company? As, as you mm-hmm. know... It's this... It's, it's everybody? Oh, is it everybody? Uh, no, it, it depends. I remember one time there was a couple that tried to, to sell lottery tickets to win their house. I remember seeing a story on the news, wow. and then the uh, the authorities came in and said, no, 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 no. You cannot do that. Okay. Yeah, well, Green Legion's been around a while. No, they're, they're, I'm sure they know what they're doing. They're solid. Yeah, sure. Yeah, those right? guys know what they're doing. <laughs> and they're doing it through a charity. So, right. Yeah, yeah, you can do that. That's wonderful. And then if they want to give us tickets, that's fine. Yeah, yeah that's, that's fine, fine, too. too. No, we're we totally do down with that. Yeah, we can totally yeah, we, do that. We, we'll accept them. <laughs> Flights to Phoenix from Philadelphia range from $500 to over 1000 depending on the airline, day, and time of travel. AAA spokesperson Jana Tidwell says you should be aware of travel scams. If it looks too good to be true, sounds too good to be true, chances are it's too good to be true. <laughs> and keep in mind the PGA's Waste Management Phoenix Open is in Scottsdale the same weekend. Hotels are already four to five times their usual <laughs> nightly rates. I can't even imagine how they're juggling all of this. Crazy. Upper Derby Mayor Barbara Ann Keffer has issued a statement following her arrest on suspicion of DUI. Why last week, Keffer says she is being treated for alcohol addiction and police pulled her over uh, after police pulled her over Thursday night in Upper Chichester Township. Police say she was driving on 320 with a flat tire and a broken headlight and they smelled alcohol on her breath. On Monday, Keffer released a statement apologizing to the people of Upper Darby. As mayor of Upper Darby, I realize that I am held to a higher standard and I am prepared to face the consequences of my actions, Keffer said. According to an affidavit, a probable cause, Keffer was given field sobriety tests, according to police, at which time the officer did determined she was not capable of driving. I heard that she had uh, been given what the estimated Super Bowl ticket price was oh, for right? drinking. <laughs> Investigators say she was taken to the police department where they say she refused a blood test. Acting co-chief administrative officers Allison Dobbins and Rita LaRue continue to oversee day-to-day operations of the government. Rita LaRue sounds like a fake name. <laughs> <Yep>. It does, right? <laughs> so her, her first name is Barbara Ann. It's not Barbara. Oh, a la Beach name. Boys. Yeah. It's all one word. Yeah, I like that. Authorities in Upper Darby, Delaware County, say a teenager turned himself into police Monday in the shooting death of another teenager who was hailed a hero one year ago. This is a, such a sad story. Yeah. The shooting happened on Sunday evening just before 5 o'clock in a house on the 2400 block of Marshall Road. Police say 16-year-old Demire Hickman shot and killed 17-year-old Anthony Alexander. Further details on what sparked the shooting have not been released. Hickman is 
being charged as an adult and faces several charges, including third-degree murder and involuntary manslaughter. Anthony Alexander is the same teen who helped rescue three children from an icy pond last year on President's Day uh, in Collingdale. Alexander, who was 16 at the time, was hanging out in the Colling, uh, Collingdale Park with his friends just before 3 o'clock on February 21st when he heard screams coming from two little girls and a boy. He tried. Uh, he first tried to use a stick to rescue the kids before jumping in and pulling out the little boy and one of the little girls. Collingdale Police Sergeant Pat Kilroy and Officer Corey Henson then arrived on the scene, jumped into the pond, and rescued the other little girl. All three were honored during a ceremony the following month at the Collingdale Borough Council meeting. So sad. Yeah. In sports this morning. The Sixers saw their seven-game winning streak come to an end as they lost to the Orlando Magic last night. What the f*** is this? The team blew a 21-point lead at home and fell to a 119-109 loss. The Sixers. What the f- is I was waiting for that. The Sixers <laughs> will take on the uh, Orlando Magic again on Wednesday night. Tip-off will be at seven o'clock. What the f- is this? In the first quarter of Sunday's NFC Championship game, 49ers rookie quarterback Brock Purdy tore a ligament on the inside of his right elbow that will keep him out for six months. Purdy mm. is seeking additional medical opinions about whether he needs surgery, but the injury is expected to sideline him for six months, regardless of his decision on surgery. The injury happened on the 49ers' sixth offensive snap in their 31-7 loss to the Eagles. And in baseball news, the Phillies signed utility player Josh Harrison to a one-year $2 million contract to make room for Harrison on the 40-man roster. The Phils have designated right-hander Sam Coonrod for assignment. Harrison will take up another spot on the Phils bench alongside catcher Garrett Stubbs and infielder Edmundo Sosa. Last season with the Chicago White Sox, Harrison batted .256 with seven home runs and 27 RBIs in 425 plate appearances. He played second base, third base, left field, shortstop, and even pitched three innings. In his baseball career, Harrison has played every position except catcher. (laughs) And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you very much, Kathy. Welcoming you to Tuesday morning with the President Steve show. Uh, A couple things going on. So win a bunch of stuff today. In fact, we have uh, Tattoo Day, so uh, go ahead and get started. You can text the word Tattoo to 39333 because we have a $350 gift certificate. Floating World Tattoo and Piercing for your Preston and Steve Show themed tattoo. Think up a good... A good theme. Something good. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they'll do it because they're fantastic. You can check out their work at Floating World Tattoos. Com. Uh, we also have Hard Rock Cafe stopping by today. They are celebrating their 25th year in Philadelphia. It's amazing. And so they're bringing by some goodies for us to eat and some goodies for you to win today. So we'll tell you uh, when to call in. We may, depending on what we have going on, we might uh, institute a game today because we have a few other things okay. uh, in our uh, stash to give to you. we got a movie screening tonight. we got some beers and whatnot. So... We'll see if we have time to do something yes. like that today. Uh, but in the meantime, we're just going to hang out with each other as you make your drive in to work this morning. That's that's the end of the. Uh, <laughs> I was scared. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Uh, that's what it sounded like. No, it was at the end. The end of the 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 sports bed. <laughs> oh. I had pot. I do. We do this thing. I faded it up. I didn't want to say yeah. potted up. People don't know what the hell that means. But I faded it back up. It was still running. when We caught the. 
vibrant end there, <laughs> exploding a, in our ears. It's a great feature of this system. It is. We're still you can't shut certain things off. A few weeks in, and we're still trying to figure it out. Um, but um, other than that, we're good to go. Listen, gang, we are, just a heads up, we're about a month away from Cardboard Classic. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, we were having a little meeting about that yesterday. Yes, yeah, very exciting. Uh, things are looking good. we got a number of sleds that are registered for the event. Uh, right now, I think there's around 80 of them. Uh, so we'll see how many we get before it's all said and done. But we there's room for you if you want to build with cardboard tape, string, and glue, and a little bit of paint. Uh, we want to see what kind of monstrosity you can come up with and send down the hill at Montage Mountain in Scranton. It's our first time there. So excited by the location and what they're bringing to the table. This is like a classic 2.0. Yeah, the Mountain Fest uh, yeah. is taking place as well that day. So there's going to be uh, music from... Uh, Everclear on Friday at 5 o'clock. There's a concert. So all the details, WMMR.com, or if you want us to send you a link with that info, just uh, text in cardboard to 39333. But we're getting set for that. We're roughly a month away from that event. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. Man, we got a little bit of sad news to share. Somebody, a very sweet woman, has been in this studio, passed away, and I'll get to it in entertainment news and a stupid question when we return. Stay put. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address uh, on on the web, PrestonandSteve.com. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program and enjoy more services like unlimited free delivery on all your grocery needs. More exclusive perks like 5% off every day on your favorite O-Organic or Open Nature items across the stores and more rewards that never expire. And now enjoy a limited time offer and save up to $5 per pickup order with a Fresh Pass subscription. Start your 30-day free trial today. Visit acmemarkets.com slash freshpass for program details. Service available in select areas. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, stupid question. We're going to give away a four-pack of tickets for the Wings game against the Albany Firewolves, which is going to be this Saturday, Wells Fargo Center. Uh, I have a classical music question. The composer, Bach. Yes. Yeah. His <laughs> One more time. The composer, Bach. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. What was his middle name? 215-263-WMMR. Pretty easy question. 215-263-WMMR. Bach's. Middle name. Yeah. Call now. I'll go through some birthdays. Uh, today, the 31st day of January, birthdays include Portia DeRossi. Oh, Alan DeGeneres. Are they married? Yes. They're married, yes, yep. right? Yep. Wife, yep. And it's a big one for her. She turns the big 5-0. She was great on today. Arrested Development. Yes. Very funny. I didn't watch the series. I've just seen scenes with her that were very, very funny. Yeah. Uh, but I hear great things about that show. Just never got around to it. They've um, got things to do for crying out loud. Yeah. Super duper talented Justin Timberlake has his birthday today as well. Is um, So he had a big Harry Styles run, and uh, but now I think he's sort of settled into his yeah. level, right? Would that be fair to say? I would say, I, no, you know what, man? I don't know. I think Harry Styles, is, uh, his trajectory as a solo artist is bigger than, yeah. than wow. Justin Timberlake's, really. Uh, I guess so. I remember... 
sold out shows at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Right. You think you think of stadium and, and stuff like that, and Justin Timberlake had his run of those, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, now he's playing a, a public library. Last time I saw him, uh, the show was not the best. Really? Was that the one that was way too loud? You oh, had said it sounds um, like a campfire. Or no, no, that was I, that was Justin. Or I mean, um, Bieber. Apparently, I oh. heard his last show was really was oh, really loud. Yeah, that's oh, what wow. I heard anyway. uh, No, Bruno Mars was the loudest show I ever heard. Um, Maybe that was it. Justin Timberlake. Yes, it was the campfire, and right. um, even like his you know hits that like everyone was waiting for. He kind of did like a medley of it, mm. so you didn't even get the full song, and it just wasn't. I mean, it was good, but it wasn't what we went to see. You know. Yeah. Okay. And mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think Justin's as a whole his solo stuff has been all that great. Call Sexy Back was no, oh. but I think Sexy Back was an okay song. Crimea River was all right. You think Harry Styles' song catalog's better? I love his last album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. I do. But this yeah. tune's awesome. Yeah, but this is for trolls. So no, I know it's a great song. Wait, did he write it for the movie? No, I think he wrote the song. I have, song. I, have the I have a feeling he didn't write this. He probably didn't write it, but... He you know, performed it. He performed yeah. it. He's a, it's a great song. Justin Timberlake's 40s here today. Uh, the great Carrie Washington, another super talented person, uh, is celebrating her 46th birthday today. She's done a lot of comedy, uh, the, and I, there was a repeat of the SNL that she uh, guest hosted, and she was great. Oh, she's yeah. done a lot of comedy? Yes, yeah, she has. Okay. In her, earlier on, she's done a number of comedy movies. Not okay. that she's not. You be know, as a comedic actress. But yeah, I'm yeah. looking at uh, yeah. Django Unchained and Ray. That's, and that's the not last, a comedy. The Last King uh, of Scotland. That was hilarious. That's funny. Uh, that whole cannibalism <laughs> thing cracks me up. What am I eating again? She's oh. 46 today. Uh, Minnie Driver has mm. her birthday today. Uh, Goodwill Hunting has been on a run lately. It's been on TV from time to time when I flip around and I just hang out and watch it, you know. I just showed it to my son for the first time. Uh, yeah, I he thought that a, was pretty cool. He had a science Olympiad... Um, uh, tournament uh, at MIT, and so I wanted to do my fatherly duties and show him what MIT looks like. And the best way to do that, in my opinion, is by uh, by showing him that movie, Mini Driver. <laughs> I was uh, watching it, and uh, Carter came in the room, and he's like, "Oh, uh, you know, uh, Goodwill Hunting." And I, I said, "Yeah, have you seen it?" He said, "Yeah, I had to watch it because he takes uh, psychology classes." Ah. He's like, and they made us watch for uh, oh, Robin cool. Williams. Uh, yeah, for Robin yeah. Williams and uh, the patient relationship and, and all that whole oh, thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Look at that. It's a learning tool. Yeah. What was it with you, Casey? You didn't He doesn't know. like her accent. I don't like you her actual know. accent. But didn't you not know it was her actual accent? Didn't you think in the no. movie? Oh, you didn't No, know. no, no. Oh, okay. No, but like in Gross Point Blank, I couldn't get enough of her. I thought she was great. I fell in love with her in that movie. But when she's herself, you hate her guts. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I just, there's something that she does to her bottom jaw, well, part of her jaw. That, Elizabeth Hurley does, yeah, like, yeah. Elizabeth Hurley's gorgeous when she does the jaw jut. Oh, and she does, oh gosh, uh, the, there's a cringy moment in that movie where she tells the joke. I love that moment. I, I love that, it too. I hate oh, that moment. So I'm like, oh my God, with the, I'm like, why? They, she, there's she, one she, thing that's been missing. Uh, yeah, she does the Irish accent. I, yeah. <laughs> I just I cringe it's two to one right now. Yeah. Well, it doesn't mean I don't cringe. Yeah, it means Minnie, they don't. It means it means I that do. could be a false story. Many yeah. Vinny Drivers fifty three today. Uh, the all time strikeout leader, Mister Nolan Ryan, has his birthday. <laughs> Did you see him do the seventy six years old? His first pitch. Uh, it was this summer, was it not, Nick? Where he did the first pitch? Oh, and and he threw like a ninety mile an hour strike. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. I think he had. Well, I know he had seven uh, no hitters in his career, but I think he had two no hitters in his career after the age of forty. If Unbelievable. Yeah, he just kept going. That's how strong he was. Yeah. Uh, actress Kelly Lynch has oh. her birthday. Uh, Roadhouse. Yeah. Yep. Roadhouse. 
Boston. Drugstore Cowboys. Steve. She has a scene in uh, the series Mr. Mercedes. It is one of the most gnarly deaths I've ever seen. Really? I'm unfamiliar. It is messed up, man. And her character is messed up in that. It's a Stephen King uh, book. That's right, yes. And so they made a series out of it, which I really liked. Uh, and they never they, they did uh, two seasons. They didn't come back for the third. Well, describe it. Uh, the the death, yeah, it's a poisoning death, and she, it like her her jaw locks up and starts oh. bleeding from the mouth, and she's just in excruciating wow. pain. How many episodes in this? Uh, in the series, yeah. uh, that first season, probably eight, maybe ten. What's it up? It's really good. Um, I don't know. I did a search on it oh, uh, right. on, on Comcast, and then it led me to the streamer. I, it may have been. It may have been Hulu. I'm not really sure, but I'll have to check that out. It's really good. Yeah, uh, I detached from Castle Rock, you know, uh, after a while. Right. Yeah. This is yeah. way different than that. But uh, the the lead, the guy who plays Hodges, the the um, the detective who this whole uh, he did a series. King did a series. It's called the Hodges books. But anyway, uh, it was Mr. Mercedes was his book. Uh, the the actor, oh man, who's in uh, uh, with uh, Colin uh, Farrell right now? Oh, uh, Brendan Gleeson. Brendan yes. Gleeson. Brendan Gleeson. Yeah, he plays Hodges, and oh. he's fantastic in it. Well, I might have to check I, that I recommend out. it. I recommend All it. All right. Uh, Kelly Lynch is sixty four today. Uh, John Lydon, Johnny Rotten, he's uh, sixty seven years old today. You, um, so happy birthday, I guess, John. I bet you're having a lovely, fun day today. You know, he, the, the, the footage of him, he talked about the, um, uh, Sabo, Johnny, um, yeah. the, the pedophile, the, yep. the, the, the English, uh, right. kids yeah. show he did host. a series on it and there is footage of him on a BBC show years before, years before yeah. saying this guy is a raging pedophile mm-hmm. wow. and, and they, oh, he, you can't say that. And he's been proven right. And apparently people knew it, and yeah. Johnny was the only one who actually was I'm saying, saying something it, about yeah. it. So he is 67 today. Uh, actor Anthony LaPaglia, uh, without a trace, so I married an axe murderer, which yeah. he's great in. Empire Records. And Empire Records. Yep, he is 64 today. Uh, Bobby Moynihan from Saturday Night Live is celebrating his 46th birthday today. I was just talking about him over the weekend because uh, he and my buddy Matt went to college together up at oh, the yeah. UConn. Okay. Oh, yeah. Didn't he remember him? Yeah, he did, yeah. We had yeah, Bobby yeah. on the show and you brought your friend up. Yeah. That's funny. That's cool. On uh, the last birthday, Marcus Mumford, singer and songwriter of Mumford & Sons and husband of actress Carrie Mulligan. Love her. Turns 36 years old today, so happy birthday, Marcus He Mumford. curates the music for uh, Ted Lasso. He do. That is correct. And wrote that the, yeah. the theme song, yeah. He's got a beautiful song called Lover's Eyes. If you got a moment, uh, check it out. The uh, the harmonies in it are huh? just... Uh, Lover's Eyes. Yeah. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. Uh, Bach. Yeah. yeah. The composer. We need to know his middle name. Yeah. 215-263-WMMR. It's Jamie who's going to go for it. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Sebastian. Sebastian yeah. is correct. Yes, you got it. Yep. Johan Sebastian. Or as a lot of times they just call him J.S. Bach. Uh, is celebrating not his birthday today because he's dead. He's, uh, it really we, brings the room down. But we are going to give you a four-pack of tickets for the Philadelphia Wings game uh, versus the Albany Firewolves this Saturday, February 4th at uh, Wells Fargo Center. You can be there for lacrosse for all, a celebration of the history and diversity of the game. Get your tickets now at wingslax.com. All right, so over the weekend, stars such as Kim Kardashian, Jennifer Lopez, and Oprah Winfrey all attended Anastasia Soar's 25th anniversary party for her beauty brand. 
which is Anastasia Beverly Hills. Of course. And since Oprah's 69th birthday took place on Sunday, the talk show host was presented with a two-tier birthday cake at the event. And she ate all of it. Every bit of that cake. Um, Pull her away! Kim uh, shared snapshots of Oprah smiling beside the cake to Instagram on Sunday. Happy birthday, Oprah, she wrote. And Sharon Stone said it best last night, toasting you that you mean the world to the world. Happy birthday. Uh, Jennifer Lopez took to Instagram on Sunday to share photos from the event as well. uh, Priyanka Chopra, who attended the party, wrote in her Instagram stories, happiest birthday, beautiful icon, you are joy. Slay girl. Uh, so, yes, <laughs> she turns That's awesome. Uh, is she still doing this stuff with Weight Watchers? Isn't she the, uh, the big spokesman? Do they allow you to eat a two-tier cake by yourself? I haven't seen any ads from Oprah on that in a long time. I wonder if that's on the app. Yeah, not sure. Uh, Jay Leno uh, got a few negative comments for a joke he made on Twitter Friday about uh, Jeremy Renner. Uh, the late night, and, and it's harmless. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the late night talk show host broke multiple bones in a motorcycle accident on January 17th, just m- months after he suffered the third degree burns in a garage fire. And the joke was I was riding my motorcycle up in Lake Tahoe and I came around the corner and bam, crashed into Jeremy Runner's snowplow. Um, and, you know, uh, a couple of people took exception with it, but it was no big deal. The worst really. you can say is it's not a very good joke. It's not very funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's the bottom right. line. It's so, a strange joke. Uh, it was kind of stupid. driving on the corner. Jeremy ran in Waiting for the laugh. Appreciate people getting offended on behalf of Jeremy. Yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, let Jeremy get offended by yeah, it. Yeah, you guys can go uh, F yourself. Uh, so before Stephen Twitch Boss passed away last year, the Ellen DeGeneres Show star posed for an ad campaign promoting a collaboration between Gap and the Brooklyn Circus. On Monday, his wife, Allison, said in the statement, we pay tribute to Stephen's life by sharing these images in homage of the joy and light he brought to everyone around him. And a press release for the ad campaign uh, reads, uh, the Brooklyn Circus and Gap sharing the heartbreaking loss of our beloved icon, uh, Stephen Twitch Boss, who was a longtime supporter of the BKC community. Um, and that uh, Allison had added, when Stephen and I first saw his images from the campaign, uh, it brought tears to our eyes. He was so moved by how captured uh, how it captured his true essence, and he was excited for the world to see them. Uh, Gap also announced that they will be donating uh, to the Vibrant Emotional Health Fund in Boss's honor. The organization offers free emotional support to those in need. Mm. We were bummed out to hear this uh, last night. Cindy Williams, best known as a role as Shirley Feeney in Happy Days and Laverne and Shirley, passed away. She was 75 years old. We had her in here last year. She was just the sweetest thing. Awesome. I love Dee Dee Khan. Oh, and they man. were they were wonderful, both of them. Could have spent, you know, a whole t- a segment interviewing either one of them. But I, I've always been a massive uh, fan of the pairing of her and, uh, you know, Lillian Shirley Penny Marshall. Yeah. The comedic um, stuff, the physical comedy. And I told her this, got the chance to tell her. I was a little nervous because I was such a fan. But she uh, she could not have been sweeter. Yeah. Uh, so her uh, death was announced yesterday on her, on her official website. She died peacefully at her Los Angeles home. On January 25th, after a short illness, her two children, Zach and Emily, said the passing of our kind, hilarious mother, Cindy Williams, has brought us insurmountable sadness that could never truly be expressed. So I don't know what she was ill from, but something came along suddenly. A a brief illness. We do have a couple of clips if you want to play. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we have... uh, 
obviously, uh, she talks about the... Uh, you can go with the second clip, which is the, uh, the uh, talking about the chemistry she had with Penny Marshall on uh, the show. All right, so uh, the, well, hang on. There were clips sent over from when she was here in our studio. Oh, yeah, th- those are... Yeah, please, uh, favor those. So this is... Uh, go down to when she punched Ron Howard. Okay. <laughs> All right, let me, let, let's get this. Here we go. There's so many funny moments surrounding Laverne and Shirley, but your debut on, on Happy Days, the scene... Where you punch Ron Howard in the face is just <laughs> hilarious. It is just a scream. You know, he I, I just saw Ron recently and he always brings that up because really? he's so proud of that. <laughs> For some reason. And we just did it once. I've got that little clip in the show you'll be happy oh, to excellent. know, Preston. Yes. Excellent. Man. Oh, she said my name. Mm. Uh how about uh going up to the top there, Shlemiel Shlemazel. Yeah. And what the origin of that was. Here we go. Gary shot all the um, opening credits and the, you know, the little scenes. It was getting toward evening, and we had to really do something fast. And he said, Penny, teach Cindy that little thing that you did on the way to school. And she said, Shlemiel Shlemazel. She taught it to me. And I said, anyway, we did it twice. He shot it, and that was it. No way. So that's how they did the opening, that classic opening of the show. It was a little kid's thing that Penny Marshall used to do on the way to school. Aww. And they shot it twice. Twice, and nailed it. And that was the iconic opening, and wow. So, oh, man. What's it's so amazing, and again, people might want to dismiss Laverne and Shirley, but... It, again, it was done as the older shows, whereas Lucille Ball did years ago in front of a live audience. Yeah, so yeah. the physical comedy, which was extended by Lynn Vernon and Shirley, yes. as well as the other stuff, was done live. It had to come on. It had you, to come you, on. You had to do it yeah. right. It's right. Like, it's like a stunt. Right. And, uh, and yeah, they did loads of physical stuff on that show. It was great. Man, one of the things that I love, and this is a little bit long, it's over two minutes long, uh, when she was here, she told us a story about an encounter <laughs> with Jim Morris. It's yeah. the best. I it love was the story. Yeah. Excellent. So I want to play this yeah, for you because yeah. this was really cool. So she was uh, working as an act as a she was getting into the world of acting. She was in Los Angeles and she had to take a, a, a waiter's gig, yeah. which is what a lot Common. of people do. They yeah. end up working as waiters, and she tells the story about being on the Sunset Strip and meeting Jim Morrison. I worked as a cocktail waitress at the Whiskey a Go Go. On Sunset Boulevard during the 60s, and Jim Morrison was my first customer. Oh, my God. But they had set me up. It was a joke. <laughs> they had given, on my first night waiting tables, they said, that's your section. I go, the VIP section? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Mick Jagger sat in that booth. So they said, there's your first customers. And uh, this guy had his back to me, and it, there were two girls with him, very pretty girls. And I went up and I said, what will you have to one of the girls? And she said, I'll have a Tom Collins. And the other girl said, I'll have a Tom Collins. And I, I hadn't seen this guy yet and I turned to him and I said and you sir and there in this angelic light <laughs> this li- beam from heaven was Jim Morrison and I was just like uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he ordered a bottle of Jack at the table uh-huh. that's what he wanted and I thought in the back of my head wait didn't they tell me uh, during uh, the rules yeah. you know reading the rules to me that you're not supposed to bring a bottle to the table but this is Jim Morrison yeah. so, so I run over and I put my ticket in and I'm about to leave and the uh, bartender Tony says wait 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 you new girl what is this two Tom Collins and a bottle of Jack and I go yeah and he goes wait 
is Morrison in the club? And I said, yes, Jim Morrison is in the club. And he goes, you go back and you tell that so-and-so. He knows perfectly well that I cannot serve him, nor can you, a bottle of Jack at the table. He can have a single or a double, but no bottle of Jack. And, I, and I'm thinking, oh I, can, I, I can't tell Jim Morrison. And so I go back. And I say, I'm very sorry, Mr. Morrison, but um, I can serve you a double or a single at the table, but no bottle of Jack. And he says to me, is Tony Cindy <laughs> Brown? And I said, yes. And he said, well, you go back and you tell that so-and-so oh, that I have my. had a bottle of Jack on the table before, and I demand a bottle of Jack on the table tonight. And I'm thinking, oh, my God. I can't tell. So I go back and forth. It goes back and forth until I'm in tears. And I finally say to him, to Jim Morrison, I say, I'm so sorry. I'll buy you a double. <laughs> and he takes my hand and asks me my name and I say, Cindy. And I'm crying. Yeah. And he says, well, Miss Cindy, just bring me a double. We're just playing with you. And, and this had gone on for 10 minutes. In the meantime, these men had ordered zombies and, and later on they asked me to light them because it's triple liquor. Anyway. What a memory, man. It was Fabulous! That's a, oh yeah. man, yeah. what a great story! I, I love that whole that whole experience. <sighs> I'm so sad that she passed. Um, uh, she was uh, a little background on her. She was born in uh, Van Nuys, California. She first started uh, acting in high school, majored in theaters, arts in uh, L.A. City College, and then got roles in uh, some shows: Room Two Twenty Two, Nanny and the Professor, and Love American Style. And then uh, she also appeared in films like American Graffiti as well as A Conversation in 1974. The conversation is Francis Ford Coppola. It's considered, yeah. and her, she is a, it is a dramatic performance, and she is sensational in it. When uh, when she was here, um, and by the way, it was 2019. I couldn't remember. Oh, if it was, I thought it was last year. No, we had her last year as well on the 22nd of right. April. We had her twice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we had her last year with the guy from, uh, the. I guess he was the director or the uh, producer for Bucks County All Playhouse. Right. right. Okay, so uh, I guess the first time she came in was with Didi Khan then? Didi Khan, yes. yeah. All right. And, and I couldn't, uh, but I remember when she was here, maybe it was the last time, Casey. I, I can't remember if it was the first or last time. Anyway, when she left... She gave me a hug, and it was just like that's that's the kind of person that she was. She was sweet and kind. She when she would ask how you were doing, she cared about your response. It wasn't just platitudes. She was just a really kind person. Well, sad to hear of her passing, Cindy Williams, seventy five years old. All right, a couple other things to get to. Uh, Cobra Kai fans, the final season is quickly coming up. And, they're doing another one. Uh, the man behind Daniel Larusso has some words for it. Yeah, they they have a the coming up. Uh, yeah, and in fact, uh, they they uh, Netflix announced the show is renewed for oh. season six, uh, but and that it will be the last. It's one. the final season. Uh, yeah, didn't they? Uh, yeah, I just I thought they could have wrapped it up after five, but that's okay. Doesn't obviously end with the cliffhanger then. Uh, so with the shocking news broke on the internet, uh, Ralph Macchio took to Instagram to share in his own words about the series ending. Apart from uh, posting the official announcement. A video featuring a montage of iconic clips from the entire Karate Kid franchise. He also wrote a short message saying, here we go, fans. And he captioned it on January 20th, uh, saying, it's time to finish the fight. The sixth and final season of Cobra Kai is coming soon to Netflix. Did you imagine you were a kid on that movie? It wouldn't, well, the first movie. And that decades later, yeah. you'd be going into season six of a show based on what you probably thought was a stepping stone movie. That'll be a, a little thing. And then this entire career has been yeah. hanging on this. And, man, they bring back everybody from all the movies. It is so fun to watch 
I had forgotten a lot of these characters from, like, two and three. Right, right, right. And they, they brought them back and made them major characters in the show. It's such a great show. Do you know who was at one point considered to be a uh, nemesis for him was Kevin James. Kevin James had... Really? Uh, yeah, because Kevin James is a martial arts guy. Uh-huh. And when he was in leaner shape, um, they um, they were uh, considering him as a nemesis. Yeah. Uh, obviously, that didn't come to fruition, yeah. Uh, Machio promised that there's still a lot more to learn from the series. He said these guys, John, Josh, and Hayden, who write the show, uh, they're great at having their finger on the pulse of what the fans want. He said uh, they are the fans themselves. There's more meat on the bone there, but it's got to be entertaining and organic, and I think there's plenty of places to go every season. Michael Jackson's nephew, Jafar Jackson, will play him in the biopic about the same life. Gate is behind the project, which is, t- which is titled Michael and will be directed by uh, Antoine Fuqua, who great. Uh, yeah. shared the news on Instagram. Uh, Graham King, a seasoned hand at biopics with the Oscar-winning queen film Bohemian Rhapsody under his belt, is producing, along with John Branca and John McClane, who are the co-producers of the Michael Jackson estate, uh, John Logan, who penned Gladiator and the Aviator, wrote the script as well. The so, McLean can do this after what happened at the Nakatomi Plaza. Is, sure. is, yeah. and the, the fact that he's able to put that behind him is I amazing. Know. I, know. I, I think <laughs> this is a good choice. You, a- Antoine Farquhar is, um, he directed The Equalizers, mm-hmm. and there is plans to move Michael Jackson into the next round of Equalizers. Oh, really? <laughs> which I think would be really incredible. He's going to take over the role as The Equalizer? Mm-hmm. I can look at my Mickey Mouse watch. <laughs> 30 see seconds. that uh, envelope open over there on the desk? I'll use that to ram that to the guy's head. I'll kick that guy in the balls. I'll give that guy purple nurple because I don't like him. He goes through in his mind what he's going to do. <laughs> yeah, of course. Attack. Yeah. Uh, so, according to Lionsgate, the film will address all aspects of J- Jackson's life, though it is unclear how it will address the many controversies involving the late music icon, given that the biopic is made in conjunction with his estate. Which is de- gloss over that part. Yeah, which has defended him against the accusation- accusations of sexually abusing children. No, hey, want to see my butthole? <laughs> Wait, what? I'm sorry? Why would you say yeah. that? Because well, that's out of the picture. Wait, I'm talking from heaven. Let me go on down. Here I am. <laughs> I tell you. I'm going to see my butthole. I am perpetually, <laughs> as with Elvis, I'm perpetually fascinated oh. with Michael Jackson, the whole life, all the movies. I look forward to this. I think, yeah, with them in conjunction, Preston, you have to imagine they're going to, they, yeah. unless, unless they... You see, go balls out. I don't know, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. with that, nothing's ever been yeah. cl- uh, completely, there's been no convictions of anything. Yes. Now, I have my beliefs that there was a lot of stuff that seemed very weird. Yep. Uh, but if you're, gonna, if you're going to take it by the record, yep. besides a few settlements, there's nothing that was ever proven in a court of law. So Cat- I guess they can lean back on that if they want to. Catherine Jackson, his mother, said, Jafar embodies my son. It's so wonderful to see him carry on the Jackson legacy of entertainers and performers. It's like looking in a funhouse mirror. Uh, Jafar, by the way, is the son of Michael's brother, Jermaine. 
And there's to Jeffrey and to Sally, to Cindy, and to Robert Reed. And a budding singer who released his debut single, Got Me Singing, in 2019. Anybody want a cardboard sandwich? How, the, old is, how old is he? Was he born after Aladdin came out? Like, they did they really name him after the bad so guy from Aladdin? All of his kids are just something. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Just stupid. So, uh, it's just stupid. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how old he is. He's young, you okay. know, so I, I'm not really sure. 26 years, kid. One last story. Uh, the Last of Us is an amazing show. I love it. Steve and I are just all over the show. And may have had a Stranger Things moment early in the third season of the, its initial season. Uh, and the bump that the Netflix show gave to that song, to gave to a song, uh, Kate Bush's classic, Running Up That Hill, which played for quite a long time during a pivotal moment for the characters, was echoed by HBO's new zombie series. The song in The Last of Us was Linda Ronstadt's 1970 hit, Long, Long Time. And it was less of a moment and more of a whole episode around the ballad. Uh, in fact, the episode is titled after the song. And it remains to be seen whether the emotional episode will do uh, for Ronstadt what Stranger Things did for Kate Bush. Uh, it's interesting because I was telling Steve yesterday during the show, I glanced over at my laptop and somebody had sent me a, a link to a, a Twitter story. And I went on that and I saw in the uh, in the trending section, Linda Ronstadt was trending. And I was like, oh, oh no. no. Right. I thought she died. Yeah. 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 But well. it wasn't. It was because this song was featured okay. in that episode of The Last of Us. And I hadn't seen the episode yet. So I stopped reading it right then. Do and I, I know this song? I watched it last you night. You do. I really don't. I don't remember. It was it was her first charting hit. This is one of my favorite songs. Yes, yeah. yeah I didn't, and I know a fair amount of yeah. Linda Ronstadt, but this goes way, way back. We have the yeah, yeah. All right, let's play some of this. Here we go. It's a beautiful song. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Uh, searches for her skyrocketed after the episode aired. By the way, take things in stride. Streams for the song uh, increased forty nine hundred percent in one hour. <laughs> it's and, uh, and if you when you see the episode, uh, it's just beautiful. Uh, it w- oh my gosh, you'll be crying your eyes. Oh out. my gosh, it was so heart wrenching and, and the and fact touching. It was amazing that we're three episodes into the series and they take a left turn like this. Yeah, um, you know, in, uh, everything lines up. It works. But that they would uh, do this in the third episode. You usually see something like this pop up in the second or third season exactly. of a series. Yeah, they really right. went for the heart on this and, right. and, and hit. It, it really hit. Uh, this was off of her second album, Silk Purse. And uh, Long, Long Time is the first song on the album's uh, B-side, written by Gary White, a Texas uh, artist who Ronstadt duo, duets with on another song uh, on the album, Louise. But Long, Long Time was a song Ronstadt allegedly had to persuade her record company to include, and it would end up being her first charting hit for her solo career. But it made a huge resurgence uh, from this yesterday. And if you haven't started watching, if you don't have HBO+, Plus, I hope you can get it uh, and watch... Um, Watch uh, The Last of Us. It's a great show. They took a peripheral character and built a whole episode around his story, and it was great. Yep. All right, so we're ready for clips now. 
Joe Marie Payton is no stranger to playing characters whose embodiment involves being a nurturing, loving role model. In this clip, she talks about her role as uh, Sugar Mama in the Proud Family, Louder and Prouder. Here we go. Well, you know, we deliver so much love but with the sweetness of sugar. And, uh, but, you know something, we, we have a way of maneuvering through life and life circumstances and situations with a little funny and a lot of love, you know? <laughs> Uh, so the Proud Family Louder and Prouder season two is out now on Disney Plus. All right, next. Did I say HBO Plus? It's HBO Max. I know. Yes. I got so, that right. yeah, who knows these days? Didn't All really right. want to correct you because if I understand, what I understand. It was very emotional too. Yeah. I was getting into it. <laughs> Pamela Anderson uh, defined a decade and is now trying to redefine herself in Netflix's Love Pamela. In this clip, she talks about the truth of her sex tape with Tommy Lee. Here we go. It was two crazily naked people in love. I mean, we were naked all the time and filming each other and being silly, but those tapes were not meant for anybody else to see, and I've not seen it to this day. I find the most erotic part of a woman is the boobies. Uh, Love, Pamela, is out on Netflix today. I'm curious to see this, yes. All right. There you go. That's uh, it for the entertainment report for this morning. There was so much. I didn't get to all of it. No. Did what I could. But but you know how to edit, which is the sign of a top-level journalist. Thank you. Yeah. Working on that. Top-level. All right. uh, Let's take a break. Come back in a second. We got some daybreak that's starting to happen. So we'll uh, join in and get our workday started. Be back in a moment. Hang in there. The best rock in Philadelphia with MMR's Local Shots. Here and see more now at WMMR.com. Keyword, Local Shots. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks, Philly. As you this morning are taking that trip into your place of employment and dealing with the crap that you deal with every single day, why not romantically think about what the absolute dream job would be for you. Is it where you're headed to right now? If so, you win. Congratulations. You know, if you love what you do for a living, you'll never work a day in your life. Uh, We love what we do. We're very, very lucky in that regard. Um, And so I ask you that question because there was an article. It was a map. Uh, and it was a uh, uh, an organization called Remitly. All right, so they they created this map and they examined over two hundred job types and discovered the most searched for job for each country. So and we're then, assuming that oh. the most searched to the most desirable, right? Correct. Yeah. So they uh, they then put it into a worldwide list of the most desirable jobs. That everybody in the world did. I'd be curious to find out what other countries consider a desirable job. Yeah, I don't have the breakdown of uh, per country. Well, I have have a little bit of a breakdown of it. But what would you guys say? You could either guess as to what the world's top preferred job would be or maybe what your dream job would be. Okay. Kathy, you want to... I don't even know. I'll tell you what, what what I think is probably now at least depending on demographic rising to the top, would be influencer. Okay. Yeah, right. I mean, like, if you ask somebody uh, 12 to 25... Yeah. What, the, what yeah. Right? Would I be safe in, in that? I will tell you this, that uh, influencer is in there, but but the number one spot is, is pretty practical, actually. I was surprised. Okay. Does it involve the corralling and tending to sheep? It does not. Okay. Uh, but it is... Uh, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> it, it, it's a uh, it's a practical job, yet it has a uh, a very exotic feel to it, a oh. very adventurous feel to it. Oh so. well, I got. I'm gonna guess. <laughs> All right, uh, um, flight attendant. Flight attendant. No. All right, an exotic dancer. No, okay. not an exotic dancer. <laughs> uh, something that something that. Well, I'll guess another one that I think probably ends up like sports management. Those are good. Uh, that's a good. Uh, I'll, I'll just go ahead and tell you. It was very, very close, but it's pilot. Uh-huh. Pilot? Oh, all right. You got to learn how to fly. The number one dream job wow. in the world is pilot. And I assume that's airline pilot. Or light. Yeah. yeah. I have a friend. I want to be a flame in an oven. Well, he's he's becoming a friend uh, who is a pilot, and he was a pilot in the Air Force for a number of years. And is it Buzz uh, Aldrin? It is not. Uh, no, 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 no. Is that Casey Tone? He's got this flat Earth thing going on. <laughs> Does but, it give uh, an explanation at all? Uh, let me see here uh, as to why people choose that. Yeah. Uh, Number one in the United States and Canada. That's weird. Uh, and it does not, uh, you, Kath. Why, what did your friend say as to why he wanted to become a pilot? Did you give any indication? No. Okay. Well, and so, I also, I think a pilot, you know, as far as like in the military and then airliner, you're talking about two different, totally well, different jobs. I was having a discussion about this the other day because my, my best friend's daughter is marrying uh, a guy who is just training to be a pilot. Mm-hmm. By that, we and, mean someone who flies Aircraft. That is correct. And so uh, we were asking him what he wanted to do right. with that. And he's like, he's like, there are a thousand things you can do. Uh, people automatically yeah. think airline pilot, but there are uh, cargo pilots. There are people yeah. who end up uh, oh. training other people to be pilots. There are, uh, you know, Bomber for, pilots. For, for medical uh, mm. purposes, for military. Yes. Uh, there's loads of different things that pilots can do. There's tow banners. You know, there's all kinds of things you can do for a living yeah. as a pilot. Well, that's the thing. I was going to say, he's not, a, he was a pilot in the Air Force, but uh, he's not an airline pilot. He, he's a pilot for FedEx. Well, so it's, it's all based on hours, too. So those um, tow pilots are, are mm-hmm. often doing those jobs to um, build their hours so that they can move on to a, either a Another larger a- aircraft or a different job. Pierre's yeah. brother, Renee was a pilot for his entire career. I think at one point he was flying 747s, but wow. when, when he retired, they did the whole shooting the, the you know, the fire uh, trucks had the hoses going over. The, oh, that's the planes on the runway, yeah. runway and stuff. But, and he flew around the world, you know, a million miles of flying or whatever. I've, I've heard uh, that's a great job. I've also heard that the tow pilots is a terrible job, that people think that they do it because they want to fly up and down the beach all summer, and they end up just, it, it, it's monotonous. And it doesn't pay well. It doesn't pay well. Oh, but and did you, you hear what I just said? Yeah. That, that, that's mainly what they're doing is they're so that getting they training, can. training, but while they're doing it, that, that it's miserable. How many people do you think jump up from tow pilots to 747s? No. <laughs> I, well, I think eventually they, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's yeah. all part just of it. getting hours up there. They should yeah. tow those things with 747. <laughs> now, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> so let me give you the list of uh, the other I'll give you the top ten here. Uh, so number one is pilot. Number two is writer. Writers. Yeah. Who writes. No yes. Thanks. Yeah. Author. And now, now are we talking about, so, okay, and that spans different. Whether yeah. you're a journalist sure. or whatever. So far, neither job would be my, like, I'm not even in my realm. Number three is right. dancer. Ah! I guess if I could dance for a living, yeah. yeah. There's a piece of Instagram get, footage that indicates you can dance your ass off. <laughs> and get paid for it, yeah. Okay, all right. So looking at these... I think it's... Honestly, I think that's sort of a weird list. Um, number four is YouTuber. Nah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 
I think that'd be pretty badass because chances are you're going to work on your schedule. You will, you know, you you do the content you want to create. You did have a story, though, about uh, how uh, despite what people think, it is a constant obligation oh, yeah. to be yeah. creating content all of the time. Yep. And you also, in that same piece that you were reading from, indicated that a lot of people who are actively involved with it felt they were missing out on a lot of things because that's all they do. They live one step back from their own lives. Mm. That's possible, but if you like, like creating, if you like creating content, then that could be great for you. Uh, number five is an entrepreneur. Opinion. So uh, essentially, it's you vague. create and yeah, sell right? things, right? Yeah, but uh-huh. I mean, you could that could be anything. Like a hooker is what people were saying. I made uh, pimp. <clears throat> number six is actor, which I thought that would have ranked a little higher, but nope. Uh, number seven is influencer, which you had mentioned, Steve. Uh, number eight. These are the the most searched for jobs. Uh, is programmer, uh, computer? Yep, I assume. No. Uh, number nine. That's right, I would jump you, off of the building yeah, I right. worked in. Kathy, my job. <laughs> writing code all day, Kathy. We love that. As your cat steps on the keyboard and wipes out an entire operating system. Uh, going back to to acting real quick. Um, I think that that's a noble profession. If you want to become an actor to be famous, uh, that's hard. If you want to be an actor that's a working actor, that's pretty doable. So Nick, probably the most the, the most relevant and honest are the reality show actors. They're, yes. they're in it for the right reasons. Sure. Uh, uh, number nine is a singer. Not a dancer. Not a dancer. Dancer is three. Uh, no. Okay. no, she, she was, was a dancer. dancer. Oh my god! I'm surprised uh, dancer is before singer, though. Uh, yeah, me too. Because all the singing shows are... Yeah. There are many more singing shows than dancing competitions. Yep. Uh, number 10 is Teacher. That's very practical. Are there any pilot competition shows on TV? Not that I know of, no. Well, America's top yeah. pilot. I have to throw in number 11 because it's DJ. Ah. <laughs> Club DJ or actual it on air? indicate. Ah. I'm going to go with radio personality. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I want to feel as if we have a desirable I job. I am feeling good. I, think we, I hope you are too. I think we do have a desirable job, though. There are a lot of people that, you know try to get into the profession and, you know, talk to us about it and, and right. think that, it you know, it's their dream job. So I think it is desirable. By the way, if you do have the uh, the desire to be in our line of work, uh, don't wait till you're 30 years old to go after it. Start. You have yeah. to, you have to start, uh, you, you have to be, begin pursuing it like 18, 19, 20 years old. Right. You have to, you have to pay your dues or else you will not get a foot in the door. It's unfortunate, but that's the way it works. Um, I, I, you, listen, you, perhaps with the, the, everything expanded out to podcasts and so on and so forth, that's yeah. a possible avenue. But, but right now with the way the industry is, you want to get in on it early. Yep. It's like the uh, gold rush. These are the dream jobs. And you have blogger at 12, doctor at 13, professor at 14. Professor. 15 is flight attendant. So why, Which, how, why so far apart? Uh, I'd rather be a flight attendant before a pilot. I'm going to go to Jen real quick. Hi, Jen. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Carson Daly is a tool. Wow. <laughs> Old yes. school. All right. So uh, flight attendant speaks to you? Absolutely. So speaking of pilots, I did date a pilot for a little bit. He was a private pilot. He flew out of Teterboro, out of North Jersey, and he would do like like the millionaires and billionaires yeah. would do their private flights. So that's the kind of flight attendant I would like to do because he would travel to all these different like exotic locales. Sure. And I work in banking, so it's not really exciting. 
And that, to me, just to be able to go to different parts of the world at any given time and spend a few days somewhere, like one week he's in, he was in Australia, the following week he's in Curacao, like just going yeah. everywhere. Just it's it's very very intriguing and exciting. So Jennifer, like uh, like for me, my um, I I think it is a cool job. I for me, it doesn't hold any interest because I know I'd be crashing all the time because yeah. I'm an idiot, <laughs> and so that's why it holds no fascination. Yeah. yeah, right, right. The plane. I just give out the little towels. <laughs> right, right. I just hate their outfits. I'd be so uncomfortable. <laughs> what? What? what, what Thanks, jo- join a, a Virgin Atlantic. They'll let you wear whatever you want. Or maybe Southwest. Are they allowed to wear like jeans? Yeah, the bib overalls and whatever. There you was want. a guy wearing really crazy, goofy sunglasses on my last. Uh, uh, Southwest Airlines flight. But a lot of them still wear that, you know, like the women wear that skirt business suit and to me that just looks so uncomfortable and like partial heels that don't look good but are still uncomfortable. A friend of the show, Kathy, is uh, as Saucy Sarah. You know, they are... are she's a flight she attendant She is now, now right? a flight attendant and she's very excited about it. Uh, hang on, I'm going to go to Doug. Yo, Doug, good morning. Good morning. What's up, bud? <laughs> so... Dream job I actually work is a firefighter. You know what? It's number sixteen on this list. Firefighter. Yeah, in the there world. Wow, that in, is kind of a cool job. In the world. Yeah. Uh, well, every kid, every kid wants to be one. You know, other than seeing trashmen all the time, they love seeing trashmen. Right. But everybody wants to be a firefighter. Hey, there's even cops that want to become firefighters. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, are you a you a full time firefighter? Yes, sir, in Philadelphia. Nice. And uh, at what age did you start that job? Well, I started late. I was 31. Oh, wow. When I got on. Okay. And uh, I'm currently 46. All right. But I mean, that, so, so so what, what? when do most people tap out of actor, active firefighter duty? Some, it, it varies. Okay. It varies. Um, but, um, uh, it's it's great. Is there job. a fire there right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. Benefits and everything. Yeah, know? no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and listen, you're doing incredibly noble work, and totally. it's dangerous. Yeah, but um, the, and they're also the thing I always thought seemed cool was back at the uh, firehouse with the the stew that one guy makes for you because he's the best cook there, and uh-huh. and you trade stories about. Right. Trust me, I've I've had some bad meals. Yeah. So. Right. Let me let me ask you, yeah, Doug. I've Doug. Too much. Hey. Doug, I'm going to ask you a question because there's another article that I have here, and and this is perfect that I can ask you this right now. Um, it was a, a Reddit thread of ways that movies represent job industries. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so when you see firefighter stuff in movies, what do they get wrong? A lot. <laughs> um, it's it's all about show. So it's you actually never show. arrive at the fire scene. It's some some of the stuff is just ridiculous. What, what's what's the most ridiculous? Pyrotechnics, barrels blowing up, uh, <laughs> invisible invisible fire that you can't see that's there. How about the fact that you can see crystal clear in a house that's in complete flames while you're walking through it? Not all the time. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, not at all. But you said pilot and teacher, and I want to tell you guys something real quick. My father, you know, he's my biggest hero, and he used to be uh, a flight engineer in the Air Force for 27 years, and he was a Philadelphia high school teacher as well. Wow. 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 That's cool. 
So he took care of two on that list. Uh-huh. Yeah, nice. no, that's great. that's awesome. Listen, if it's something you love, thanks, Doug. If it's something that really rocks your world, then that's your dream job. It yeah. doesn't have to be something that's that's perceived as such by this list. Yep, this crazy list. But I thought this was uh, this was interesting of uh, movies that uh, that your industry they always get. wrong. I love to yeah. hear stuff like that, man. And how how far off the market is they? I would imagine uh, the medical profession, uh, police, oh, yeah. um, definitely uh, radio. What about our profession? We people, people do not realize we do every show completely naked. Yeah, yeah. People don't know that. <laughs> they don't know that because of the way the technology is. What? We have to be naked. I didn't know about this. <laughs> oh. It's just part of the deal. Yeah. Are we using uh, special software on our YouTube stream that yeah. puts clothes yeah. on us? Clothes yeah. On that's right. yeah, that's what we're doing. Uh-huh. Uh, no, they always they get stuff wrong, and it could be goofy things like uh, you know they're not wearing headphones or uh, uh, the fact that uh, they're wacky, crazy, wild all the time. <laughs> well, DJs, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, that yeah, whole yeah. thing. Uh, they always play that out. I always I was telling Casey one of the things they always get wrong as far as drummers go which I see all the time is when, and sometimes it'll be either in a photo shoot or in a movie, right? and you'll look at the drum set and go, no <laughs> drummer set that up. They didn't consult someone to come in and say, this is how the drum kit should look. They, oh, all, yeah. they, they get it wrong all the time. That's like, funny. The hi-hat would not be there. But I assume like in the movie Whiplash, they got it right, right? Well, sure. Yeah, if, yeah. It's, if music is the focus, right, they're right. going to get consultants in, but they get that wrong all the time. How did Step Brothers do with his drum kit? Uh, it, it was set up okay. Okay. It was set up pretty decent, yeah. Uh, so here you go. I'll give you guys some examples. Uh, so this one says, I manage a social media department at an ad agency. I'm not super hip, young, or fresh out of college. It's not a sexy position. It involves a master's degree, 15 years of post-college experience, a lot of time researching and crunching numbers. I don't own a single trendy outfit, and most of us in social are actually very introverted. Mm. So that is interesting. Uh, this one says, I work in pharma and pretty much any movie that shows drug development development happening overnight or going from animal trials to human trials in a matter of days is ridiculous. It takes years. Because I'm looking at you, Rise of the Planet of the Apes and old. Uh, the amount of rigor and regulation for clinical trial research makes these plot points laughable. Well, you know, in their defense, that's how the apes ended up taking over. Is they weren't taking they their time. They screwed it up. That's true. Yeah. And yeah. then they let them get super smart. And then the movie Old, they were not up, you know. I don't want to hear about all. I don't want to hear any. Uh, I, I haven't seen the movie. Uh, there's no there's apes in that one, too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, old this apes. Is, uh, hotel manager here. If any of my staff said room numbers out loud, they'd be written up really fast. <laughs> also, none of my housekeepers have ever found a dead body. No, they're not trying hard enough. Uh, this one says, uh, not all psychologists are Freudian. In fact, very few of us are. Most of us think Freud sucked in his theories and methods were unscientific, untestable, and unethical. Yet it seems like every psychologist in TV and film... Goes on rants about repression, the id, Oedipus complex, etc. So when uh, someone is talking about, I believe that Woody Allen has a Freudian therapist or psychologist or whatever he has, but they're known to be much stricter. That's changed, though. I mean, like right. in, in more recent films, I think they're getting a little more accurate in the description of uh, therapy. Here's one. I love this. It says, a bartender here, it bothers me when movies constantly show us wiping down the bar. We only wipe down the bar after someone leaves and at the end of the night, and it takes about five seconds. So most of the time you see some guy yeah. just sitting there rubbing the counter. Right, yeah. right. So as a bartender, that might drive them crazy because they see it 
Like, come on, man. So he's saying the most bar tops are filthy. That must yeah. be it. I was just going to say, I'd like to be in the movie then. <laughs> there uh, are, and this isn't profession, but there are some movie things that have always gotten on my nerves. Now, with, with car, key fobs being the, the kind of the standard practice in, in cars, uh, it's not as important anymore, but when people get out of their cars, they never put their keys in their pocket. They never put their keys in their... They always just got out of the car, and they didn't have keys in their hand. They would just walk away from the car. And then also, when people are trying to steal a car or whatever, and yeah. they... Have you ever got into a car and there's been keys in the visor? Well, like in some lots, you know, if they have like, a, if they're doing like a like a valet thing, like I have seen they them. They better not be yeah, putting my key yeah, in the visor. I know some some. That's probably something a lot that, older. They don't do much older. Say, yeah. yeah, that's an older thing. People going. Put their keys up that's there. where I was. That was my Conestoga wagon. Going back to pilots, this one says uh, the co-pilot is not useless. Uh, they're just as qualified as a captain when it comes to handling emergencies. How are you doing the flight, dummy? We operate more like uh, the left-right brain from Pacific Rim. We talk and coordinate so that we... (laughs) So that we move as one. He said the only movie that got it right is Sully. Sully? Yeah, they had to. (laughs) Yeah. Well, what about Flight? Uh, His his, uh, co-pilot in Flight, Denzel's, is participatory, right? I don't remember. I don't know. All I know is that this guy said Sully. And often the co-pilot is actually flying. Uh, yeah, it's I know. not just the pilot all the time, right? Just a humor. I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah. They have like a Fisher Price control yeah. thing. Put in front your of hands them. on yeah, there. Yeah. Ooh, you're a good pilot. And then this one, I like this one. It says, "I'm a janitor. I'm not down on my luck. I own my own company and make good money. I don't walk around 100 percent of the time with a mop bucket. I'm a skilled laborer. Movies and shows would have you think that I'm just trying to get back on my feet and work my way up." Also, I don't wear work overalls with my name on them. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you one thing. Like in school, the janitor was also the engineer. He was the one running, um, you know, the w- would fix heating systems and things like that. Was, was that your? Probably. Yeah, the janitor was more, was more of an engineer. Hang on, I'm going to go to uh, Kathy. Hey, Kathy, good morning. Good morning, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, great. What's up, Kathy? So military uniforms. Just got to have a relook because it's so irritating. There's never the right medals. There's never the right patches. They're the not, like if they're saying they're in the Marines, they're wearing Army gear. Oh, so, God. I mean, you think on. it would be pretty easy to consult someone. To research. Yeah. Yeah, the, I'm sure. <laughs> it drives us crazy. I'm sure. There's a couple of calls up here that are saying the same thing. So, all right. Yes. So that's something they get wrong in the movies all the time. It, it, yes. It's right, funny when you. they they will have you know um, just chests full of of ribbons and medallions and so on and so forth. And I wonder how often actual people in the military, if they have that many of uh, accomplishments, will go out with that on them constantly. I think the most I've ever seen in a movie, Steve, right, right. was in the Equalizer Two. Mm. They show his uh, yes, they show right. his, uh, his his uniform right, in that right. hidden room. Yeah, he deserved and you're it. Like, look yeah. at all that crap on there. Yeah. So. I wonder if they did their research for that or not. I'm going to go to uh, Mike. Hey, Mike, good morning. Good morning, Lord T. Bud. Hey, Bud. All right, so it says here you're a truck driver? Yeah, I drive for United Rentals out here. Uh, we help you guys during the camp out, I believe. Oh, oh awesome. you're awesome. Hi, Mike. Thanks, Bud. All right. But, um, now, in movies, they show the airline and the, and the truck snap, and then now the truck driver can't stop the truck. Uh, say that again? Like uh, the airline, like the uh, the air brakes and the big tractor trailer. Yes. So that snap, and now the guy can't stop the truck, and that can't be further from the truth. So, so if the if the air brakes give out, you can still stop the truck. What what happens is the air actually pushes the caliper away from the rotor, and these huge springs when you let the air out 
push the ca- uh, the caliper back against the rotor. So if there was no air, the truck would stop. That was uh, there. Oh, I see. It. So it's the exact opposite of what's depicted in the movies. Exactly. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. It's pretty <laughs> wild. It's annoying when you see it on TV and they're like, oh, my God, I can't stop. Like, no, you would stop and you would not be able to move the truck. Okay. Yeah. Don't worry. You stopped. Yeah. <laughs> they get it wrong, man. All they got to do is call up a truck place and they'll be able to tell them. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Uh, going back to the dream jobs, yes. uh, I have um, Dr. Good, who's on Hi. the line. Hi, Dr. Good. Hi, how are you? Good, what's up? Nothing much, except I want to say that uh, being a veterinarian is the best job in the world. Oh, well, you are, uh, you know, obviously my wife and I do a ton of animal charities, and we deal with a lot of veterinarians, uh, and they are, they always seem to be happy and loving what they do, so uh, Absolutely. I, I can back that up. Though, with me, the difficulty would be... You know, the, the the having to help put a pet down or whatever yeah. like that. That stuff is obviously the downside of the job, correct? That is the worst to do. However, right. you kind of feel like you're helping the family out. Right. So, in other words, you can help the animal doing the best you can do for them. And then you can help the, uh, the family, too, as they, you know, go through this process. Yep. No, I um, hear you. Hey, Doc, what was the uh, the hardest part about getting to where you are now? Was it Was it the school? Was it the process? Was uh, You know, what was the most difficult part of that? Well, going to school is really hard, um, but I would say paying for it. Paying okay. for it is the most difficult part. I think part. it's yeah. crazy. Student loans will kill you, yeah. but, you know, it's still, I'd do it again. I would do it again. Spe- it is. It's just the best thing. Um, if, you know the, how they say, if you go to school and uh, go to work and love what you do every day, it's not really a job. And right. that's very true. Hey, I have a question concerning how <clears throat> people's professions are depicted. Uh, 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 depicted. Thank you. I was about to say predicted. No, yeah. Was, yeah. All right. Depicted <laughs> in films. Uh, has a criminal ever come to you to fix a gunshot wound before? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. No, I would say that a person hasn't, but I did uh, repair a dog one time that took a bullet for her her um Owner. Wow. Jumped in front yeah. of a bullet. Wow, that's a hero dog. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a long time ago, and the the dog, the German Shepherd, jumped in front of the boyfriend that was trying to shoot his girlfriend. Whoa! Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Did, did, the dog, you know, did the dog make it? Yes, she All right. did. Oh, nice yeah. work. And Do you know of any, of any regular there. doctors who have had an animal come in with a bullet wound? Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. they didn't want to go to the vet. Right. Yeah. 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 No yeah. knife fights yet, but the bullet wound, yeah, that was I got shot. <laughs> I was robbing what? a liquor store. <clears throat> Question about your job, doctor. Do you do you ever have to contact the authorities? Are you are you ever obligated to contact the authorities like a regular, uh, you know, a human medical doctor would be? Um, we've had to do it a couple of times. I've had to do it in abuse situations. And um, we had a really weird case when I worked in Florida at St. Augustine that um, was, I hate to say it, a molestation case. Oh, my God. It myself, but, yeah, he came in. Molesting the dog animals? Was in, and the person had done something really awful to the dog. Whoa. And that went to court. Whoa. That's just disgusting. And did, yeah. you, did you have to go and testify? I didn't, but another veterinarian I worked with did. Thank God yeah. I was not it's, in that. Please case. send us some pictures. Oh, oh, stop. No, no, yeah, the, the, uh, yeah, no, that's just, it's, it's low. <laughs> that's horrible. Yeah. Thank you, doctor. You're welcome. All right. And you all have a great day. MMR rocks. Oh, oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank you very Sweet. much. Uh, hang on. Let me go to uh, Tina, who is on. Hi, Tina. Good morning. 
morning. I'm calling for every banker out there in every movie, every TV show. They always say safety deposit box, and okay. it's really safe deposit box. Safe for- deposit box, okay. and not safety deposit box. Right, and and for every banker friend of mine, after 17 years of working in banking, it, we all cringe. We all say we don't put our stuff in a safety; we put it in a safe. Yeah. Okay. I never thought about that. The the it's called a safe. Right. Right. Safe deposit box. Okay. Interesting. And I just thought this is the greatest time to call in and represent all bankers everywhere. Unite. That was it. That's it. Thank you, and go birds! All right, go birds. All right, we'll see you later. Uh, we're going to go to uh, our uh, weekend jock. Ryan Shuttleworth is on the line here, and he wanted to point out dream job. Hey, Ryan. Oh, this is what the inside of the press and see phone sounds like. It's it does. There you go. Yes, it's so nice to be here. What's up, man? Hey, so uh, talking about this dream jobs thing, originally, uh, before I got into radio, I was uh, trying to be a professional pilot myself. I have a, I have my private pilot's license working on my instrument, and as much as I, I love that, um, I still get to see a lot of my friends who uh, are doing that line of work. I still love what I do in radio. They love the pilot stuff, so I could see, you know, why a lot of people love that job. So, so, so call comment on that. What are you rated for, Ryan? So you can, uh, I mean, do a lot of pilots just um, just lock and load at the the level that you're at, or do they want to? Is there a big jump yeah. up to airline uh, pilots? Uh, so I went to originally. I was at Embry Riddle Aeronautical University in Daytona Beach, Florida. So like they specialize in getting people out into the airlines, into different. Like the entire school is based around everything aviation. So if you're like a business major, it's like for the airliners. All right. Um, a lot of the people that I um, were friends with, they went into like the major airliners. I have friends that are, you know, flying for the military, different things like that, and they absolutely love it. I mean, we all try to get together, a group of us, every year in October. And, <sighs> They're still in love with it to this day. That's very cool. You see that you you are obviously good with all of that stuff. You're also an engineer, and and you're you're on air here, so you know the, the there's a whole bunch of specific knowledge that you need to have. I have no trust in myself. Mm-hmm. I would crash the first time I took off. And uh, so with you, obviously, this is something you enjoy. But when do you feel the most connected to what you're doing? Is it when you're on air or when you're a pilot? Oh, uh, for me personally, it was when I was on the air. Uh, when I got down there, I got involved with a little local radio station and just fell in love with that. And I kind of, and I had a friend of mine point out to me specifically, it was the way that I talked about music and everything like that was the way that they talked about, you know, the airplanes they like to fly and what they wanted to fly. Yeah. So that was when I kind of figured out, hey, I kind of <laughs> might want to change course a little bit here. Wow, that's, that's excellent. You are on the air and in the air. I, it, see? This there you go. That's it, man. He's the fly jock. Now. So, how was the furthest you've ever flown round trip yourself? One more time, Steve. The, the the longest trip you've ever taken as the pilot of your own craft. Uh, so it would have probably been. Uh, it was it was kind of small. So it was Daytona Beach down to the Keys, up to Georgia, and back again. So probably the state of Florida. Nothing too crazy. That's still pretty cool. That's cool. It'd be a long yeah. distance to walk. Yeah. So that, there you go. That would, that yeah. would not yeah. be good. Yeah. Nothing. No, I'd be good. All right. All right, Ryan. Thanks, bud. Thank you, guys. Guys, he's a pilot. Too. We we should we should hire Ryan to be our private pilot. That's a good idea. Right. Of yeah. course, we have no plane or no fuel. But oh yeah. At least we can say we have a private pilot. Like, remember that pilot that flew us to um, St. Martin? I think it was. He was like twelve, and I was like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs>
Yeah. Ryan is our pilot. It's right out of the song "Drive My Car." Yeah, you know, I, I got no car, but it's breaking my heart, and I got a driver. That's a start. So there we go. Ryan's that's our pilot. The first step. Yep. Talk right. to our pilot. Let me go to Charles. Hey, Charles. Morning. Hey, good morning. You guys rock. Thanks, man. All right, so it says you worked at a nuclear power plant? Yeah, I used to work as a uh, systems engineer for a nuclear power plant. And so every time I see nuclear waste on TV or comic books or anything, it drives me up the wall. So what do they get uh, wrong? What's that? What do they get wrong most common, commonly? All right, so two kinds of nuclear waste. There's what comes out of the reactor, which is so radioactive, you never get close to it. It's kept in water for years until it decays enough. And then be giant concrete cylinders that you'd never get close to. And then there's contamination, which is just like sort of radioactive dirt that gets on things. So when you see like the plastic suits or the, the paper suits, that's just to keep dirt off of you so you don't take it out of the plant. Okay. It doesn't actually protect you from radiation. How many times does one of those radioactive rods bounce on the floor, land on the back of someone's outfit as they go back home <laughs> to Springfield? Yeah. I mean, I'm legally obligated to say not often. Okay. All right. Understood. All right. All right. Thank you, Charles. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. Thank you. All right. Uh, let's go to Andrea next. Hey, Andrea, good morning. Hello. Good morning. Hi, Andrea. What do you do? I am an ultrasound tech. Okay. Ah. And they get things wrong in TV and movies? Literally all the time. Okay. So, <laughs> so, you know, they show on the screen it's a big happy moment. Oh, look, here's the baby. And everybody looks at it and they're like, I don't see a baby at all. Mm-hmm. That's because half the time it's not. They have a kidney on the screen. They have a That's funny. Horrible. Horrible. <laughs> you know, so in reality, you know, they should. They, you know, uh, show us as being, you know, fun, happy. Oh, look, here's the baby. Half the time, you know, that's really not even half of what we do. We find cancers on people. We're finding masks on people. And, you know, it's just, it kind of knocks our profession down a little bit. (laughs) You know, you are attached to one of the the, the great joyous moments of of people's lives in, in the movies, even if they're getting it ridiculously wrong. It's always, you're always depicted as pleasant and, oh, look what you yeah, the kidney. <laughs> you know. Exactly. Right, right. But at least it's but a pleasant thing. Sometimes, Andrea, will you, will you uh, because it's not necessarily your job to tell the patient what you found, is it? I mean, if you found a tumor, that's the doctor's job, right? Correct. Yeah, it's tough to keep the uh, poker face. I'll sometimes. bet, man. I'll uh, bet you guys see stuff from time to time. And you're like, oh, man. And you just got to. So you can't just jump up and go, whoa, the hell is that? <laughs> I just had somebody not <laughs> Steve, not do that, but I saw her face you, and I was like, something's not right. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, I had, well, I remember one time I was doing the, uh, they had the, you know, the, the EKG, the. Um, that's for, what, for, it, Steve, that's what it was. For an insurance thing, Kathy. And, and uh, the, <laughs> the nurse goes, oh, this is, doesn't seem right. And, and one of the sensors had fallen had off. Fall, I'm fall. Like, Thank you for reacting that way yeah, she, without checking the sensors first. She looked at the paper and I saw her face. She put yeah. the paper down. She looked at it, looked at it like three different times. And I was You've like, been oh, dead for man. three years. <laughs> uh, I want to go to Becca. Uh, hi, Becca. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. Uh What do you do, um, Becca? So I. Well, it's not my main job. I'm a cashier at Wawa, but I'm also a content creator. I've worked with various YouTubers. Okay. Um, I'm friends with various YouTubers. Okay. And the one thing they always get wrong in movies to me is they always act like getting popular on YouTube is just you need to do one thing. You need to make a viral video, 
and then suddenly you're like you're the most popular person in the world. It doesn't work like that. Yeah, I know. So I think uh, I, I think I was getting a sense of this. So uh, as I'm trying to work, you know, with um, we have the comic book gurus, and I'm, I'm trying to you know help them get their their video content up on the on the, uh, the the website and everything, and you, you start to see these other people who you're told are, are wildly successful, and uh, you'll see them, and you'll, you'll check the views on various videos, and you'll see, well, that's that's not that... Th- there's not a lot of exposure. So you're, are you saying it's more of a, right. a much more yeah. longer-term commitment, correct? It is a much longer-term commitment. First of all, you need editors, and editors cost money. You know, you need to hire yeah. them. You need to make sure you're treating them right. Yeah, thank you for saying that because what happens is a lot of people think because it appears organic and they're, they're doing it in their living room or whatever yeah. that you still don't yeah. need to edit it, create the graphic for the video, you know, do all the tactics you need to make sure that you can raise its, its oh, visibility. Dude. That's a whole profession unto itself. When, when I was making it some is. of these, I was making these drum cover videos at yeah. home and then I, I found out you need to create the thumbnails. Yeah. That whole thing. That takes forever. It's a pain in the ass. I, like, I'm like, I, I've gotten good at Canva and other programs like that, but that's, it still takes time. Yeah, a lot of time. Becca, yeah. aren't you mad? <laughs> and then you have to find an audience. And so there's a, I just watched that Jonah Hill movie, uh, You People, and he wants to become a podcaster. Oh, in six months, you know, that's all it took for him to just yeah, take it's amazing. off. And, yeah. and it only has his 2.5 million other podcasts mm-hmm. to compete with. Mm-hmm. So Becca, what's, what, what's your biggest success as far as uh, getting something up and getting attraction online? Well, I'm I'm mostly popular on Twitter. Uh, most people know me as uh, Pipka. I have 23k followers on Twitter. Okay. Uh, well, listen, that's something. You know, you built it up yourself. And how often? How often do you? How often do you post on YouTube? I'm I work with other content creators. I'm a thumbnail. She's a Sasquatch lovers. I didn't. I, uh, I'm a voice actor sometimes. I do. I'm more of like an all-in-one. Okay. Um, all, right. all right. Well, you have to be, and, and, and good luck with that. All right. Thank you, Becca. So apparently they, they get it wrong uh, from time yeah, well, to time. Yeah, but that's usually off. They, they do show the president. They'll post something, and they go, it's got 55 million views. Yep. Yeah. All right. One last call, then we got to take a break. I'm going to go to Chris. Hey, Chris, good morning. Dad Zooks. Yeah, Dad Zooks, buddy. What's <laughs> up? I was reading a note that was over here. <laughs> I got to say, I, I'm a, a circulating nurse in the operating room. Yep. Uh, my brother also is. We work at two different places. And my wife watches Grey's Anatomy religiously, and I know his daughter watches it. They do not get the operating room right at <laughs> all, and it drives me crazy. So what's the biggest um, mistake that they're making in the depiction of an operating room? So my favorite one is when they walk in and they just hold the mask in front of their face. They don't strap it on. <laughs> Or they'll be standing there watching the surgery, and it's you know suddenly there's an emergency. Well, give me my gloves and give me my gown without even washing their hands. Just, <laughs> my wife gets so mad at me because I just I pick the show apart, and she says I take all the fun out of it. Well, I'm glad you're doing that because I don't like the show. Chris, so. we got a few uh, texts of people coming in saying that believe it or not, Scrubs was a, a medically accurate program. Do you know if that's uh, if that's true or not? Uh, you know, I there's, so Scrubs was pretty good. At least you know they 
they didn't show what didn't matter. Right. And uh, they focused on the funny. My other one was House. At least House was ridiculous, and you knew it was going to be ridiculous. So mm. all the stupid stuff they did, you could kind of not pay attention to it. But when, like, Grey's Anatomy, and, and I think the other one she watches is called The Good Doctor. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It is not like that at all. <laughs> like, uh, I remember the one episode of The Good Doctor. It was, like, this dark operating room with very little light. And I'm like, how the hell are they going to see anything in there? <laughs> right. It's mood lighting. Sometimes you got to create the atmosphere when yeah, you're right, moving right, along. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Chris, do they say stat uh, enough or not enough in the movies? Uh, not nearly enough. Okay. Enough. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. You, you too. too. You know, oh, I, wish, I wish he would. I wanted to ask him. Oh. Um, no, it's okay. I, I didn't speak up in time. Um, but if they actually call for like the the crash cart no 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 like the um the utensils that they have utensils what what is it I need that they have stat instruments <laughs> yeah Cheese the instruments that they, that they use like do they do ice they actually, cream scoop now do they actually call for that or is it just laid out next to no. them it's already prepped do they before have the surgery to them yeah like yeah. And you know how they are, they're always calling yes. for each one yeah. like yeah. does that actually happen or Ooh, is it really that just one. set up on a tray next to them I, I will say though um cuz I did a cystoscopy and I had to go in for a I got the colonoscopy I, but the cyst I was awake for that one and it was interesting to be in that room and there were a, a team of people around yeah. it to see how thorough they are oh, it's, asking it's me amazing. questions that I'm like, dude, you guys are, are you already, on the radio. That, no, but they, I'm like, you've already asked me this like four times, yes. just to make sure that they got the right person, that they're doing, they're doing the right thing, that and everybody's ready to do their job. Yeah, and everything has to be accounted for. Yeah, no, that, yeah. that, that makes yeah. you feel very, very confident. Kath, I got to believe they do. I mean, I, I've gone for even a root canal <clears throat> where they've had an assistant and they keep asking for specific for uh, instruments as they're okay. doing it. So. You know, the, the, the doctor's got to pay attention to this while the other things are coming to him. So. I was just at uh, my dentist yesterday, Dr. Patula. She had my feet up in the stirrups. And, uh, oh, that was very nice of her. Wow. <laughs> By the way, as far as our industry goes, I think uh, uh, one of the movies that got most of it right was uh, Private Parts from Stern. Oh, and uh, it's, it's the Citizen Kane of the uh, DJ movies. Another movie uh, that got it pretty right in radio was uh, Did you ever see it's about cats and dogs? I love it. Yeah. It's a great, yeah. it's a great movie. It's a cute little rom-com, but they did the radio part of it yeah. pretty well, I thought. So sometimes they get it right. Yeah, and there's ones that get it so... F- well, what kills me, and you brought up one of the ones that really drives me crazy, is when they're not wearing headphones. Yeah. You want to hear what you're doing. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, All right. Anyhow, well, thank you for sharing. Thank you for calling. We do appreciate that. I want to remind you today is Tattoo Day. We have your chance to win a Preston and Steve theme tattoo. Text the word tattoo to 39333. We'll get a winner a little bit later on. And Hard Rock Cafe Philly is here with us. I morning. love them. Celebrating their 25th anniversary in Philly. So you can stop by now through February 8th. They have specials every night, live music on Wednesday and Friday. You can grab their 25th anniversary limited edition pin. But we'll give you a $25 gift card right Ooh, now. nice. Yeah. Caller number 16 at 215-263-WMMR. They brought some lovelies for us to uh, to eat upon. And we'll go check and see what they have uh, in the Acme Lounge in just a little bit. But let's take a break. Come back in a moment. We have some bizarre file stories that are on the way in a little while. You know who we're going to talk to this morning? Who? The Jello Man. The Jello Man. What? Oh. He's a dude from uh, the, the Eagles game. So we'll come back in a moment. Stay with us. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out The Rock Shop at WMMR.com. 
Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic solitaire Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Everyone loves a smart investment, and there is no better place to put your money right now than in your home. And Window Nation has the perfect offer for anyone with a home at least 20 years old. Protect and increase the value of your home and energy efficiency by installing new windows from Window Nation. Window Nation is making it insanely easy to do so with 0% interest for five years. Plus, Window Nation will give you two windows free with every two you purchase. 866-90-NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them Preston and Steve sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, we got some Bizarre Files. WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Files. Brought to you this morning by Manhattan Bagel. You can place your order today for a sandwich tray from Manhattan Bagel. Sure to satisfy even the hungriest fans on game day. Big game sandwich trays from ManhattanBagel.com. You gather, they cater. Manhattan Bagel. Well, firefighters had to use 6,000 gallons of gas, or I'm sorry, 6,000 gallons of water yeah. to extinguish a Tesla Model S that spontaneously burst into flames on a busy highway oh. outside of Sacramento on Saturday. This is a crazy story, oh. but you've heard it before. The driver who was injured was on Highway 50 when smoke started to come out of the front of the car. Photos of the luxury car show the vehicle completely totaled with the front end completely burnt out. Officials responded to the scene. With two fire engines, the Metro Fire Sacra- uh, the Metro Fire of Sacramento crew said that nothing was previously wrong with the car. It's unclear what caused the blaze, but the federal government is also probing multiple Tesla driving crashes with some resulting in deaths. Uh, the blaze was not the first Tesla S fire that the Metro Fire of Sacramento officials had to extinguish. So the same fire company had to take care of a, a Tesla that burst into flames in a wrecking yard in June after the car had spent weeks sitting there after a collision. Eventually, they actually had to dig a pit near the Tesla and move the burning car into it and then fill the pit with water, effectively submerging the battery compartment. So Rodney, uh, our engineer here, extraordinaire, who's also a firefighter, said that he they attended a seminar recently about how to extinguish these fires. They basically have this thing they put over... A, an electric uh, car, presumably a Tesla, they put this cover over it, and that sort of suppresses the fire, and then they move it to some place like the middle of a parking lot because wow. it's proving very difficult, as the story evidences, wow. to put these things out. And they can be hazardous. They generate over 100 organic chemicals, including some potentially fatal toxic gases like carbon monoxide and hydrogen cyanide as well. But this took 6,000 gallons to put out. <laughs> That's insane. Two monkeys were taken from the Dallas Zoo on Monday, police said, in the latest string of odd incidents at the attraction being investigated, including fences being cut and the suspicious death of an endangered vulture in the past few weeks. No arrests have been made in any of the investigations, and police have not said whether the incidents are linked. Dallas police said they believe someone cut an opening in an enclosure and took two emperor tamarin monkeys Small primates with long whiskers that look like a mustache. This looks like a job for Sherlock Chimp. Uh, The incident follows the January 13th closure 
of the zoo and a day-long search when a clouded leopard named Nova went missing. What kills me is, aren't there security cameras? She was eventually found near her habitat, but police said a tool had been used to cut an opening in its fencing. A similar gash was also found in an enclosure of Langer monkeys, though none got out. On January 21st, an endangered vulture named Pin was found dead, and the zoo said that the death did not appear to be natural. Uh, the vulture had apparently a wound of some type. Uh, the zoo has said that it has added additional cameras and increased overnight security patrols, but they're still oh. trying to figure out what the hell has been going on. I would on. also dress up personnel as animals and have them spend the night in the cages. <laughs> I was idea. originally thinking it was animal rights activists until the vulture. They killed the vulture. Yeah, yeah. they wouldn't have. Uh, that's a, a bold move for yeah. the animal Ooh, activists. I see part. where you're going with this. Yeah. Uh, six British children under the age of five have been found living in an abandoned wine cellar in Austria in an illegal hideout with a 54-year-old Austrian said to be obsessed with conspiracy theories and his wife. Uh, the Did you young- hear the conspiracy theory about the guy who kept some kids in the <laughs> yeah. wine cellar? Uh, the youngsters were discovered after police broke in following an incident in which uh, the man allegedly attacked social services with pepper spray. Uh, Mayor Eric Greel said that the discovery that the man once told him he had 10 children and that uh, he wanted a cellar for each child. Uh, the man is said, a chicken in every pot. The man is said to have been a Reichsberger, a group of right-wing extremists who believe the German Empire still exists as it did prior to World War II. And the current German state is nothing more than an administrative construct. It's like the worst version of Sound of Music. Uh, it's believed the family, comprised of the six children, who are seven to five months years in age, uh, have been living in the cellar, which had been sold to an English company for several months. There had been complaints from concerned local residents who heard children's voices within the last few weeks, causing social services to get involved. The statement police said, from police said the man attacked two so- social service workers with pepper spray. And he was said to have barricaded himself in the building. Police were called. The man was later arrested. Uh, when they went in, they found the six children along with multiple guns. The cellars had been renovated to have doors, windows, water, electricity, and surveillance cameras, but are said to have been inadequate sanitation and were deemed not suitable for children. So they're obviously... This guy's looking for someone to live in a wine cellar. Kathy, what are you... <laughs> it's perfect for yeah. Perfect. Yeah. All right, one last story. Animals generally scurry past wildlife cameras without noticing them, but a bear in Boulder spotted one of the devices and decided it was ready for its close-up. The the Colorado City's Open Space and Mountain Parks team said the bear took hundreds of selfies on a motion-acted camera on a single night last fall. And they're adorable. Of the 500... Double buys, tries... Of the 580 photos captured, about 400 were bear selfies. Uh, The bear, apparently fascinated by the camera, uh, was photographed from numerous angles and covered the camera with its paw for some of the shots as well. Got got a little bashful. (laughs) Uh, Just being coy, right? Yeah. Uh, Swipe left. uh, OSMP says that the bear was photographed by one of the nine motion-detecting cameras. It it has across 46,000 acres of land to monitor sensitive wildlife habits. I wonder what was fascinating about the camera. There there must be, like, the infrared lights or something. They said at night uh, they use infrared light to avoid disturbing nocturnal animals. Uh, but uh, this guy I see you. loved it, so there you go. <laughs> He's adorable. And that is what I have in the bizarre file for now. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in just a moment or two. We're going to talk to the Jello Man. The Jello Man. When we return. Hey, Cookie Man. Yeah, you see him out at shows and at, at uh, 
Also, uh, Eagles games and yeah, so yeah. on, but uh, we'll find out a little bit about the Jello Man when we return. Stay there. We'll be very bad. What's new? Why have you asked? Ozzy Osbourne. Godsmack. The Struts. More of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WNMR. Of the many photos and videos that have uh, surfaced in, uh, you know, the post-victory on Sunday night, uh, a lot of it around City Hall, you know, we've seen the people that fell through the uh, the bus. That was wild. Bus yeah. stop. That was yeah. interesting. People on tops of poles and stuff like that. Uh, one of the more kinetic and exciting ones is, and we'll just call it uh, a surfboard, uh-huh. uh, a guy on a surfboard being held up by the crowd who's chucking stuff out into the, to the, the throngs of people there. And why are they so excited? Well, because it's booze that he's throwing out to everybody <laughs> in the form of jello shots. And it just turns out to be the jello man who is very well known in and around uh, music circles and sporting events. And so we're going to welcome the Jello Man to our show right now. Please uh, give it up for Paul Vile. Yeah. The Jello Man. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Yo. What's up, guys? What's going hey, on? Hey, bud. All right, so listen, this video of you, the, the one in particular of you up on... <laughs> You like it? Up on the board. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Have you done that? Have you been up on a, on a board but being held up by the crowd before, throwing jello shots out into them? Let's just say uh, that's not my first rodeo. That's, that's not, not your first rodeo. Well, clearly, that's... because you got you get on your head, you're doing all sorts of acrobatics. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. That takes skill. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've done it a bunch of times, actually. Over, over the course of, like, six years, uh, I've been um, perfecting the craft of... Are you guys still there? Yeah. 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 Um, perfecting the craft of uh, crowd surfing. I, I do it at music festivals mostly. I go on, on stage and shoot jello shots out to the crowd, and I surf on that same board uh. um, into the crowd at music festivals mostly. So I was at a plan. I was going to do it for the uh, the Phillies if they won, but I kind of punked out um, for City Hall, on, on the, you know, for the first time. And then when they lost, I could I was couldn't do it. But then I was like, if the if the Eagles win, I'm definitely going to come. Yeah, well, I'm well, well played it. because you were front and center for a lot of pictures. Yeah, so, so you have to, so in that crowd, you don't know those people. You just turn to a few people, hey, man, hold this board up and let me climb up on there. Yeah, that's, that's the interesting part, too, because like, I've done it so many times, I kind of just know it's going to work out. People get excited when you come around with it. <laughs> okay. Normally, I start from the stage, like at a music festival, so yeah. like, they see it coming. But yeah. at this one, it's kind of like you go up to people and you're it's like, yo, grab this thing. You're like, it's almost like you're holding the coffin. Everyone gets around it. <laughs> yeah. And then. And then I just kind of kneel up on it, and I'm like, all right, kind of like readjust your body, and they kind of just like hike you up. Next year, you're raised up, and they get their, you know, they get, get their, uh, they get it down real well, quick. Well, so, so you give very little instruction to the people who are helping you out. No, but they, I show them a video real quick of what I did before. It's like, oh, okay, I got it. Well, okay. the fact that you were you were held actually pretty level, that you know, for for a crowd that's partying, we assumed probably had, had knocked back a few already at this point. They kept you pretty solid. You like my headstand? Yes. Yeah. Paul, this is this is Nick. So, um, uh, Nicole Ryder, who used to work with us here at MMR oh, yeah. and now works at Six ABC, she's fans uh, fans of yours and a fan of yours, and also friends with your family. So, your brother Sam is a singer yeah. and a comedian. Your brother Kurt Vile is also a, a talented musician. Of yeah. all of the brothers in your family, and there are a lot, who is the most talented and why? I mean, dude, you're saying most you can't, most talented. Come on, <laughs> yes, we have you. Sorry. 
It's got to be you. No, I'm saying I, I can't pick. I can't say who's the most talented. We're all kind of weirdly talented in our own ways. You know what I mean, we all have our own like weird crafts that we come up with, and we're all I think equally talented in uh. That the, the more I find about uh, about you and your family, the more I'm fascinated. I, you know, like you guys find your little niches and uh, run with it, and you have found yours, man. Jello shots have become yeah. a niche and a business for you. Let me explain something. It's it's not. It didn't start with just like going and shooting an eagle. So, I sponsored for random little like um, by Deep Eddie Vodka randomly for random little pop up events I do, but not not all the time. Not for everything I'm doing uh, with with Jello shots. But you know, I get sponsored to go to certain music festivals. And hand out Jello shots to bands, and I also make Jello shot murals. I, I send you guys some videos, right? So that's actually like there's slabs of um, insulation, and I stretch duct tape across it, and like write the name of the band in duct tape, and then I hot glue Jello shots to the um, <laughs> duct tape, and then you basically give them this like wall of Jello. They're like, oh, thank you. It says my name on it. And they get to eat it. You know, yeah. that, that's so, pretty wild. I, I, how, so this is something that you do consistently. Uh, yeah. How much Jello do you go through in an average year? Let's just say I shop at Jetro, <laughs> and um, per year, I'd say I'm probably making thirty thousand shots a year. Thirty thousand shots, man! You're giving them out most of the time. But yeah, yeah, that was okay. That that's what I wanted to find out about the money spent versus the money coming in. Do you make a living off of this? Well, I, you do get paid for sponsorships, so yeah. So like, I used to believe it. Or not, I used to hustle jello shots and t-shirts at music festivals back in the day. Mm-hmm. That's where it started. And then when I started, my brother Kurt started getting like more famous and known and like you know i watched his process of like he had an idea and he kept going and i toured with him for a little bit and i met some bands and then i was like you know i want to cross over and do something that the bands would think was cool with jello shots because i kind of always was like yeah, I'm just, i sell jello shots it's not really much to say about that then all of a sudden i had to, I get to make their name in jello shots and then when it crossed over to like i was able to offer a band something i was like oh i can really run with this then i started emailing festivals and then they started inviting me to like coachella bonnaroo um you know like Electric forest, different places that I would meet and hang out with the bands and just give them shots. That's why. So, 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 President was mentioning we were talking before you came on, um, uh, Paul, about the um, about these guys who, in certain areas regionally, become the guy that you always see at an event. And like you've got your thing now, and Preston, you were mentioning somebody from w- when you, you know, back in I guess St. Louis, you're talking yeah, about Beetle Bob, yeah. right? So, so um, let me ask you at this point, how how lucrative, if you don't mind me asking, can this be for you? Is it still a work in progress? It's just two parts. It blows my mind. It gets me so mad to think about it. I really like hanging with the bands. I like doing my thing with the bands, but you can't really make money back there with them that much. You get you can get paid a, fa- a flat fee from. The festival to do my thing, I, I'd ra- that feels like a better lifestyle to me. Right. Then like, I can also, I've also sold Dello shots under um, at the festivals for the festival, and I get to keep a cut of it, and it's good money there too. But that's like real work. I'm like, dude, I want to like chill with bands and give them <laughs> hand out Dello shots because I have this thing, I have this weird tray that I made, and I like basically like walk around this weird tray, and I ride a one wheel around back there with the hoverboard one wheel, mm-hmm. and. I sprinkle pop rocks on the jello shots. So, <laughs> do you guys ever want me to come back there to your show? I'll bring you guys a jello shot mural. I think that <laughs> might have to happen at some <laughs> point because because you you are completely from the ground up, just just building on an idea, making the embellishments yourself, hustling. I assume that you started before all this. You were a massive. You you had uh, you know. Uh, um, um, you're being left out of events, so you you were out about a lot of concerts and sporting events. I have to assume you weren't a homebody. Assume what? I couldn't hear you. You know, I'm just, I was assuming that you were the kind of guy who went out to every event anyway. That you weren't a homebody before this. And no, then, absolutely. Right. So, so how many events? Because you appear to be at everything. 
How many events say with um, well last year? How many how many events did you make it out to? Even with everything being sort of still semi closed down. Um, last year, last year, what did I get? Uh, I don't go to like a a ton ton anymore. I go to like I it's I actually work another job too. In the summertime, I'm going to music festivals. Last last year, I went to I went to eight music festivals. Oh, um, uh. you know, but I go to like, Eagles and stuff too. Like so, okay. basically, other part of me is that I'm, I started out. I went to Williamson Trade School. Ever hear that school? Of course. Um, I learned a trade, and uh, I'm bricklayer by trade. Oh. So I do that in the winter time, um, and then the, basically the springtime, summertime, I do the jello thing. Should hand out bricks at concerts. That'd be very cool. What's that? No, I'm, I'm kidding. It's a stonemason. Hey, Paul, let me ask you: as far as uh, whipping up jello shots go, uh, how much time does that take uh, before you go to an event to, to put that together? Because uh-huh. it's got to take a, a long time. It's all can of worms there. I basically. I'm not gonna lie though. Say all you guys try to make the jello shots I'm making. I can make more than you by myself. Like in the, like, it would take it take me like 12 hours to make, uh, let's say 3,500 shots. Oh my god! Well, we're seeing here that you, you use. It says here, and I don't know if this is accurate. You use five gallons, five gallon buckets of boiling water, seven point five seven point five pounds of jello mix to create over 400 jello shots per batch. Is that about right? We reading that from that vice thing. Uh, I guess, yeah, it's in front of us. Is that is yeah, that? So it, it depends. Well, yeah, so that's, that's that's around accurate. Too. It depends what size cup you use. That's all. Okay, um, all right. So I changed the size of cup over the years, but um, what's it called? So, long story short, picture this: I got a bunch of five gallon buckets sitting around me. Ten five gallon buckets are empty, right? In mm-hmm. the middle of that, I got a humongous like crawfish boiled tank full of water boiling, right? Okay. But then I I put seven pounds, seven point five pounds of jello powder in each bucket all around me, like you're going around a circle. Then you just dump a little boiling water in each one. Stir up each one. Go around the whole thing. Don't stop. It's all in one motion. Mm-hmm. Then you come back with four handles of vodka, 1.75 liter bottles, yep. and pull them into each container. Now Four into each one? Okay. Yeah. Stir, stir, stir all around the whole circle. So that I, the whole process, the batch process took me about an hour. And then I got one bucket that I drilled a hole through, right? And then I put a tap, almost like a, um, like a keg, you know what I mean? Right. And... So then at the end of that, I have a nozzle. So then I fill up. I'm ready to say I have somebody put a bunch of cups on a table in front of me. I dump a little of this gel solution into my tap bucket. I yep. put the tap bucket on my shoulder. And then I start squirting the shots out into each cup. You understand so far? <laughs> All right. So listen, then we snap the lid behind me. Yeah. And then I do, a, when I'm done that whole layer on, on the table, I put another layer of cups on top of that cup and go over again. So we're doing like five layers of gel shots. Oh, my Jesus. God. I then. Yeah, yeah, totally. And then, and then, then you got to refrigerate that. Listen, here's the secret, ready? So <laughs> now I just push them into the cooler, right? And then you know, all you do is dump ice in the cooler, and that becomes jello. No so, fridge. Oh. Wow, okay. So, just ice gets no into the cooler. Okay. okay. All right. All right. That so, makes sense. All right. This, ready? Yeah. Quick. So quick. say I want to work out, say I have six coolers, and I'm at a festival. I can have the ice in the coolers, and I only work out of one cooler when that the next one is, um, when that one's empty, I open the next one. So you can literally keep the same ice. Once you start opening that cooler, then they start to melt a little bit. But you just got to add ice. Uh-huh. But basically, you don't need a fridge, bottom line. All right. It's pretty cool. Right. I need to ask this. With the, uh, the, the, the powder, the booze, the, uh, the, the cups that you have to use, all that stuff, what, for a batch, for your standard batch, what does that set you back? How much does that cost you? For, let's just say, let's say a, I look at things like a five-gallon batch. Uh, a five-gallon batch, if you use, if you use crappy vodka... <laughs> It'll probably cost you like uh, hundred and hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. Wow. It's a lot more. 
I'm telling you, it's not that crazy against you, but the thing is, the way I'm rifling around, it's like it's still, you know, yeah, they're going. Yeah. All right. What's what's a good uh, uh, bottom barrel dirt bag vodka to use? Uh, we call it midget top shelf. Midget, midget top, top shelf. <laughs> midget top shelf. That is. I've never hilarious. heard of that brand. So I think I don't use that anymore. Okay. <laughs> they aren't a dwarf top brand. Yeah, so, Club. I'm just trying to think. Whatever's that wine and spirits the cheap, like charcoal filled is the cheapest one. Yeah. 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 You don't really know the brands of those. You just pick it up. Yeah. Well, but besides that, you're mixing it with Jello, so it's not like you're having vodka connoisseurs no, getting Jello shots. Absolutely, should be oh, using yeah. the worst oh, vodka sure. ever yeah, yeah. for Jello. That's part shot. of the charm of it. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You guys understand the whole thing about pop rocks and Jello shots. You guys never even, you don't understand it. The whole concept of pop rocks and Jello shots. If you let me come in there, and I'll sprinkle pop rocks and Jello shots, and you, you're gonna, you're gonna hey, change Paul. your life. Paul, do you know what uh, our cardboard classic is? Yeah, can I come? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I see you going down on a sled standing on your board <laughs> on with you. people holding you up. The one wheel. Uh, I'm not, I can't promise I'll stand for that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let's let's talk and let's see what, what can be arranged. Oh, because it's, it's, yeah, you're, you're, I, want, I want to shoot jello shots at people when I'm sliding down a, sliding down a mountain. I mean, I'm cool yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, we can get you. We have we, we have some pretty damn big parties throughout the year, so maybe uh, maybe we can add that. That was the key element we've been missing, Jello. Hey, who's the girl who just talked on the phone? She saw me like at the at the uh, parade last or for Eagles last time. Yeah, Marissa. I was shooting Jello shots. She saw me. And yeah. she me at the, I go to the Eagles games too and shoot Jello shots to top my van. <laughs> um, top my van. Okay, uh, I forgot what I was going to ask. About having them out to events? No, 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 oh. no, no, no. It was. Um, I can't remember. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm so I'm fascinated by this guy. I'm absolutely fascinated. I mean, by you what got it. Do. That's what you. That is the kind of pluck that I mean. Look, look at the the guy is working it all the time. What I'll say is this though, yeah, listen, like, oh, I mean, you make money doing it too. Like originally, that was the inspiration, but eventually, I realized it's more important to like give this stuff out. Like, it's, it's worth weight and gold to give out because then eventually I'll get paid more down the road. Right. Like, don't worry about the money at a certain point. I'm still getting paid to go long, but like. I, I I feel like I I do better work when I'm just tossing them out like crazy. Right. When I have to wait for you to pay for them, it's like ah right, well. It's no, you're a smart like, man. So, it's like give them the first taste. So Vice did this article on you in 2018. You had references earlier, and I was I was skimming it, uh, and and that must have been pretty wild that they approached you. That you, you must have gone wow. Well, you yeah. guys want to talk to me? So that was cool. And then the, one of the guys that was doing filming for some of that, he's actually been following me around for like. Uh, a long time now. We'll make a documentary, so it's, it's be done pretty soon. Okay. L- it's about me hustling jello shots at music festivals initially, and then eventually, like, going up, you know, hanging out with bands eventually. And it starts in, like, you know, it starts out more like the bootleg thing. Right. And it escalates into, like, crowd surfing. Uh, eventually. Let me ask you, are you aware of other people who are doing similar things to you at, at these events? Do you uh, do you have friendships with other people? If so, if they're doing a similar thing? That are hustling? Not like weirdo. Like, like there's a lot of weirdos. People are more doing like like art stuff. There's these like iconic people that like sell these certain tie dye shirts that everyone's obsessed with or something. Right. We know the guy who goes around like the games and he plays that like that game with the, the three little caps and he puts the ball under it. Yeah. Yes. So they so, that yeah. That's an example of like a like a cool guy weirdo. He sounds something weird, you know. Yeah. Um, but his doesn't cost that much money. Like he just travels. But his his is awesome. I'm saying mine. It's, it stinks because I have to pay a lot of money just to keep the idea rolling. Yeah. Right. But yeah, there's there's a lot of weirdos out there. Um, 
But I feel like I've been at the really. I've, I've been hustling teachers in jail shots since. Like, Dude, I, I would. I would. Eight, inv- yeah, yeah, you. You've got the drive, man. You can hear it in your voice. You've got. You have a million different ideas, and I, that uh, kudos to you because uh, you, you see. Listen, when you go out to an event and see somebody like you, and you're you're excited to go like to uh, says like uh, Dave Matthews Band concerts and other stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, you see somebody like you out there doing stuff like this, it just makes the experience that much more enjoyable. So uh, you're actually bringing joy to people. You're a colorful character. Yes. Listen, I'm trying to, I'm trying to eat a whole bucket of jello shots with Kelsey. <laughs> All right. Wow. All right. Well, Paul, why don't we have you on the phone? Give out your uh, Instagram handle so people can message you if they yeah. want. I might be making uh, jello shirts, too, if you guys want to buy some shirts at some right. point. Um, I will buy a jello shirt. Yeah. Uh, Instagram, jello man philly. Easy. Jello Man Philly Instagram. Jello I, Man Philly. I, actually, I do have TikTok. I don't, re, I don't really use it, though, but I just kind of got it. Hey, right. what's, what's, the, uh, what's the next event that you have in your calendar right now? Um, Right now, I don't have any. A lot of times these festivals, they swear, like, you, you send out emails, they put feelers out. They don't say yes 100%. Okay. Someone like me. All right. Someone like me is like, like a weirdo they throw on. <laughs> you know, I'm not like a vendor. Like, oh, I want this certain pizza guy every time. It's not like that. How many how many times do you have to go into an event gorilla style and just, just you know, yeah. play the odds? And if you get thrown out, you get thrown out. That's where that's where it all began. And that's I've done that so many times. I'm sick of doing that. I don't yeah. really do it anymore. Like, hey, do you, need, do you need a special license to sell booze? Absolutely. Okay. I'm saying, I'm saying back back in the day, you know, you're just younger, you just do it. Everybody, yeah. I mean, people were hustling jello shots, t-shirts, everybody buy like shirt. I mean, it's it's what I was doing. But, you know, eventually I stopped <laughs> doing that. And then, you know, it's more about like trying to, to be on the books. Yeah, 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 yeah. well, you're getting, yeah. Sure. Once, once you're getting sponsors, you're, you're getting this kind of a, a exposure and that should open up other doors. And we yeah. definitely have some events we can plug you into. And I'm yeah, sure. I, need help. I need help that kind of stuff. Like, hey. I'm so big doing it. So Paul, how, how old are you? I'm 37. 37, okay. okay. Yeah, you, you need to do it legit. Yes. But I've been doing it seriously, like, since when I start. Uh, when I probably sold my first sales when I was 24. Wow. Like, even I, I got sick. I bought a house at a young age, and I was renting rooms at the college kids in yeah. uh, Westchester. And I lived there, and I was like, I got inspired by, like, you know, just saving your money and making money. I was laying bricks and stuff, but I was, really quickly I realized you can, wait, you don't have to, like, do something annoying and boring because I was already popular. You know, you're, you're making money. You're seeing your bank account great, raise a little bit. You're like, wait, I could probably do something fun besides this. And, you, and my mind was open to something else besides laying bricks. Well, dude, you're doing it. Yeah. Do it. Okay. It's, clear, it's clear you enjoy it, man. All right. All right, Paul. Making a name for yourself. Very cool video of you the other night uh, by City Hall slinging jello shots all <laughs> over the place for people. You look and, at all my other videos. Anybody's listening, um, I got all kind of crowd surfing videos like music festivals. Okay. Love it. All right, Jello Man Philly is where you find him on Instagram. Awesome. All right, Paul, we'll be in touch. All right, bud? I'm feeding you a jello shot with Pop Rocks. All right, done, done, done. All right, Paul Vile, guys, yeah. there he goes, Jello Man. That's the guy who's driven, man. Uh, he's a professional weirdo. Yeah. Uh, as he called himself weirdo yeah. many, yeah. many times in that uh, that conversation. <laughs> That's, That's a lot of work. It's, it, there, it's, it's a really interesting family. Sam Vile, Kurt Vile, now Paul Vile. Uh, and and they've just uh, they've all found paths that yeah. you didn't even know that that path existed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sam, by the way, we spoke to a few weeks ago. He made a uh, an animated video of my pickles. Yes. Uh, talking from uh, Fishtown Pickle Project. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was hilarious. Uh, so, <laughs> and he's a comedian, right? Yeah, he's yeah. a comedian, a musician. Uh, Kurt Vile is a really successful musician, right. and uh, and now Paul selling. 
Jello he's, shots. He's the doing, Jello man. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, can you imagine him going down the hill at Cardboard Classic? To oh, that'd be shots. awesome. That'd be great. Here comes the Jello man, everybody. <laughs> if we can get clearance, that'd be really cool. Yeah, I'm sure right. the crowd would love it. All right. Well, anyhow, it's nice to talk to him. Yeah. Another yeah. colorful character in our wonderful city of Philadelphia, uh, who is uh, making his way through life in, on his terms. Yeah. Jello terms. Jello terms. That is. Jello. I would like. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Casey's microphone doesn't work. Yeah. Oh, are you kidding? Oh, yep. So many people are so happy right now. <laughs> yeah, here, try and speak into that. Ah! What the F so is going on? In the on? middle of that conversation, it stopped working. I saw him tap. He kept coming over to, to my side of the, the mixing board here, and uh, we're turning it off and on. It doesn't work. Are you sure it's assigned properly? Stop it. It was working this morning. Yeah, yeah it was working this morning. All right. Yeah, I, I took this little thingy out. And... When, sorry, we'll, we'll have to... Tinker with it a bit yeah. uh, as we take a break, so we'll see if we can uh, figure that whole thing out. All right, uh, I would like to give away a twenty-five dollar gift card to Hard Rock Cafe Philadelphia. Uh, we'll take caller number twelve at two one five two six three WMMR. In addition to their twenty-fifth anniversary and the big game next week, don't forget to reserve a table for Valentine's Day featuring New York strip and shrimp scampi. Ah ha! And an all-new cocktail flirtini. 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 Someone's getting laid. At the exclusive speakeasy-style Valentine's event that's taking place. That's all very cool. cool. Reserva- got to get over there. Reservations at hardrock.com. So 12th caller, we'll set you up. We'll take a break. We'll come back in just a second. Call now. We will uh, be back in a moment. Uh, hanging out. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I think uh, since we have some things to give away, that we should play a game. A game? Yeah, a little contest, if you would, please. we have our theme song for yes, this? Yes, up there. Where is it? Uh, oh, it's in here. Okay, yeah. I got it. All right, let me hang on. There it is. Yeah. I think I'll play this. Loop, there it is. Yeah. All right, that's the game we're going to play. Very, very simple. Uh, we have taken a song, a little tiny itty-bitty snip of it, maybe a second tops, and then looped it over and over and over and over. Can you identify just that little bit? You would think, you know, just playing, like um, Pierre used to do the Name That Noodle. Yes. Uh, it's like that times ten, because you sometimes you could hear just that little clip and be able to catch it, but once it starts to repeat... It get it takes on this different form, and it can be kind of hard to identify it. I do better at the Pierre noodles than I do with this because if you don't get it right out of the gate mm-hmm. and it repeats, it will throw you off. Yeah, your mind starts to go elsewhere, and it becomes its own thing. And so I hate myself. Let's see if you can uh, identify the songs we have. Two one five two six three WMMR. Case we have a variety of things that we're going to give away this morning. We do. There's a movie screening tonight for Knock at the Cabin, so we're going to give away the uh, the remaining passes for that. We right. also have uh this is really cool steve this might be right up your alley uh there's something wrong with the children on digital oh, yes that's the latest from uh bloomhouse Productions. yes uh we do have cases of voodoo ranger fruit force ipa mm-hmm. uh we uh, have um just a couple of these passes or not passes but gift cards for hard rock cafe okay uh, and then i think we might have some um some commemorative flip coins uh, from our friends at Highland Mint. That's correct. We had uh, spoke to the the head honcho over there yesterday about that, and uh, yeah, these are the, is a replica of the actual coin that will be flipped at the beginning of the Super Bowl it's from yep. the same series. And so we have your chance. When they're uh, ninety nine bucks, each. yes. So no tiny little prize there. It'll no. be a nice little keepsake uh, from the season for you to have. So, all right, um, 
Let's give it a shot. We haven't played this game in a little while. We're going to go to some callers and see if they can identify the songs. We're going to go to Garrett, first of all. Hey, Garrett. Hey, uh, good morning. All right, Garrett, we're going to play Loop. There it is. You know how this works? I have a good idea. All right, yeah, we'll play this small little snippet of a song that has been looped to repeat over and over and over again. You just identify the song. We'll take the title of the song, and you will win, okay? All right. All right, hang on. We're going to put you on hold because sometimes the phone line's a little bit better that way. So I'll put you on hold, and here is our first loop. All right, I know what this is, and there's no, no way I would have gotten no, this. No way. No way. This is a tough one. Good luck. All right, <laughs> Garrett? Yeah. You have any idea what song that is? That sounded like a washing machine. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, it, it does. does yeah. But it's uh, not a song title. Sorry, buddy. All right, we'll try another call. We'll do, how do you want to do this? Three, Why do we never play three, this? Three, and then somebody from uh, the, the texting board. Never plan this out ahead of time. All right, can we do that, Marissa? Okay, all right. Let me go to Nancy. Hi there, Nancy. Good morning. All right, Nancy, do you need to hear the loop again? No, because I don't know. <laughs> I can't understand what you're saying. Say that again. I don't know it. You don't know it. All right, thank you, Nancy. All right. At least she gave it a good effort. <laughs> uh, we'll go to Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey. All right, Chris. <laughs> we're doing the loop. Do you need to hear it again? Yeah, can I hear it again? You got it. All right, listen closely to the very beginning of it. Putting them on hold. Here we go. I'll play about 10 seconds of it. There's a... Somebody on the phone lines got it right, or on the on the texting uh, text board got it right. Uh, Chris, any idea what song that is? Uh, I have no idea. Oh, All it's right. so easy. Oh, we came out of the gate swinging. With yeah, it. Uh, hopefully it gets easier from here on in. All right, Marissa's going to go to a texter who might have it right. Trying to contact them, by the way. So you know, when you text in, your obviously your phone number shows up. So Jello. Marissa tries to uh, reach out and. Get a hold of somebody and see if they want to try going on the air and answering. Yeah, so listen, if you are texting in the answer, what you think is the right answer, and you just magically get a phone call from a weird number, maybe answer. Yeah, probably going to be us. Actually, a number of people are getting it correct. God bless him, man. No way. No way. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. (laughs) No way, no thing. All right, now we just got to wait and see if Marissa can get a hold of somebody, which sometimes takes time. And then you hear us uncomfortably rattling on. Wondering what's going on. Obviously, this is when we're at our weakest. I'm reading the text board. I still don't know which one it is because there's a few different guesses on here. And even reading the possible answers, I don't know what the answer is. Hmm. Fred. Yeah. How you doing, bud? I'm all right. How are you, man? That's good. I'm oh, your good. mic's I'm working. Happy yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he got it all fixed and everything. Yeah. yeah, we did a swap out and everything is got us into seven. Casey's mic was uh, broken earlier. It broke itself. All right, we're going to go to uh, Narek. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Karen, <laughs> which is Narek backwards. Hi, Karen. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Karen, do you know what song that is? Yes, it's the Pinball Wizard. It is Pinball oh! Wizard. Oh! You're correct. Wow. And this is it. With uh, with the rest of the song added in. Here we go. It's where he goes, pinball, ball, pinball. Oh. That's where it, yeah, it's the ball. Uh, oh, man. I'm a, yeah. 
Uh, Karen got it right. What are we going to give her? We got you a case of Voodoo Ranger Fruit Force IPA. Fruit Force is a high flying fruit punch IPA soaring at a 9.5% ABV with high drinkability and a refreshing punch flavor. All right, let's try another one. Hopefully not quite as difficult as that, but you never know. And listen, I I appreciate that Marissa's challenging people because she's the one that puts these together. You don't grow if you're not challenged. All right, we're going to go next to Mike. Hey, Mike. Morning. Hi, Mike. <laughs> Good morning. All right, Mike. Loop, there it is. You ready to play? Oh, I'm ready. All right, listen closely. Here is our song. <laughs> oh, well done, Marissa. Wow. Anybody? You got I got that one, yeah. You did? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, we'll go to back to the phones and uh, see if Mike knows the answer to that. Uh, Mike, were you able to pick it out? No, I could not. Uh, Hi, Mike. All right. Bye, Mike. All right. We'll see you later. Thanks anyway. All right. We'll go next to Rob. Hey, Rob. Hey, how's it going? Awesome, Rob. Uh, Do you need to hear that again? Uh, No, I heard it. I'm going to take a stab. Is it Smashing Pumpkins 1979? Yes, it is. Absolutely correct. Job well done. But play that loop again, because Marissa had it as if he's singing the same note over and over. That's that's a well done. I'd buy that song as its looped version. What do we have for Rob? All right, for Rob, we have There's Something Wrong with the Children on Digital. It's the latest horror film from Bloomhouse Productions. A group of friends suspect something supernatural is at play when the kids behave strangely after disappearing into the woods. It's available to buy or rent on digital right now. This film is not rated. All right, let's do this one next case. We'll get a caller on the line, and we'll try it out. Loop, there it is, is the game. Uh, It's Dave. Hey, Dave. Hey, good morning. How you doing? Uh, Awesome, Dave. All right, so we're going to... Dave! Throw a fresh one at you. You ready, buddy? Sure, good. All right, hang on the line, and here is our next one. Sucking big time today. (laughs) All right, Dave. Yeah, no idea. No idea, man. All right. Would you have gotten it without seeing it? I don't know because I happen to know. I mean, I know what the answer is, but I I don't know if I'd pick up on what that noise is. If I did, I'd know it in a heartbeat. But it's it's really kind of hidden in there. You want to hear it again? Yeah. yeah. Well, let me let me get our caller first. It's uh, Justin. Hey, Justin. Oh, yeah. Your regular Saturday night thing, baby. And just at Marissa, I don't have the answer for this one. I only have the loop, so if you want to send the answer. All right, Justin, you want to hear that again? Uh, yes. All right, here we go. All right. <laughs> God. Justin, do you know what that is? Mm. Uh, I have no idea. Uh, yeah, I'm with you, man. Right. I could give you guys a hint, but I think I'll wait till I third caller before I do that. All right, let me go to uh, Ryan next. Hey, Ryan. Snarf, snarf. Snarf, snarf, snarf. buddy. All right, Ryan, uh, do you need to hear that? Uh, no. What is it? Um, 
I'm just going to take a guess. Is it German Baby Shark? Oh, is that German Baby Shark? No. No? What a a great effort, but thank you. Um, I will tell you this, okay? The beginning is vocals. That's someone's mouth making that noise. Oh. Great again. All right. Don't know. Right. Don't know. Nick thinks he has the right answer. That's not the right that's answer. That's not the right answer. Nah. Okay. But that's a good guess. It yeah. is a really good guess. Someone else going geeky geeky. <laughs> oh. Is it Fast Car by Tracy Chapman? It is not. Oh. But I bet Bo can tell us. Joe, are you there? Oh, I'm here. All right, Joe. What is it? Dude, looks like a lady. Yeah. Well done. Nice. Nice. <laughs> All right, Joe, we got something for you. Hang on here, man. All right, uh, Joe, this is what I'm going to do for you, man. I'm going to hook you up with a $25. I believe it's a $25. Yes, it it is. is Hard Rock Cafe gift card. Congratulations to you. There you go. All right, here we go. And that's it. There you go. All right, yeah. Which one do you want next, Chris? Uh, by the way, uh, Hard Rock Hotel, or Hard Rock, I should say, Hard Rock Cafe has their 25 years uh, celebrating right now. It's their anniversary. Uh, 113, um, or no, uh, 1113 Market Street, uh, right next to Reading Terminal Market. Celebrate 25 years. One of the most iconic rock and roll brands in our city. And you can go to hardrock.com, get your reservations. Valentine's Day coming up, the big day. Very nice. All this stuff. All right, new caller and a new loop. And we will go over to Dan to get this started. Hey, Dan. I have a third testicle. (laughs) I like how you cleared your throat at the beginning. Yes, you want to do it justice. (laughs) All right, so, Dan, we're playing loop. There it is. We got a new one. You ready, bud? Um, I'm, yeah, as ready as I'll ever be. Go ahead. Hang on the line. We're having a tough time with these today. Let's see if you can get this one. <laughs> Sounds like a seizure. All right, Dan, is that one coming to you? Holy smokes. Uh, uh, I'm going to go with, uh, <laughs> oh, God, I love you guys. This sucks. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, man. Dude, yeah, I know. It can be tough. God, nope. I leave. Yeah, that was tough, man. All right. No, no guess? Uh, uh, play just two seconds of it again. All right. Here we go. One more time. This is it. The hard part is when it starts repeating, so that's it. All right, Dan? Okay, uh, uh, no, no. You tried, man. All right, thanks, Dan. Uh, Nick got it right. Uh, Yep, that's it. All right, we'll go to Heather. Hi there, Heather. It's just that you look so nice today. (laughs) Oh, thank you. All right, you ready, Heather? You don't even have to play it. I knew I would get it as soon as you said Nick knew it. It's Counting Crows, Mr. Jones. You are correct. Oh, well done. Done. Yeah. We'll set you up in a segment of the prize, but here's the actual clip played in its entirety. Yeah. 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 All 
right. What are we giving, Heather? For you, Heather, we have There's Something Wrong with the Children on Digital in the latest horror film from Bloomhouse Productions. A group of friends suspect something is supernatural is at play when the kids behave strangely after disappearing into the woods. This is available to buy or rent on digital now. The film is not rated. It's a good movie. Is I it? saw it, yes. Nice. And something is wrong. I want to do this one. Okay, gotcha. I'm interested to hear this loop. All right, we'll go over to our next caller, and it just so happens to be Jim. Hey there, Jim. Good morning, guys. Good morning, morning sir. All right, Jim, ready to play loop? There it is. Yeah, let's do it. And you hang on and listen closely because this is your loop. I think you ought to be able to get that one. All right, we'll go back to Jim. Jim, what song is that? It's yeah, 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 by the yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> by the yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like the yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm sorry, bud. Incorrect. We'll go over to Adam. Hi, Adam. Jose. Jose. Oh. Uh, salute to our good friend. Uh, Adam, you want to hear that again? I've been doing pretty terrible. Give it a shot, though. Okay. You want to hear it again? Yeah, I'll hear it again. All right, hang on a second. Here we go. see he's on line four. All right, Adam, name that song, please. Name, name that loop. I got nothing. Oh. I thought this Jose. one was, was doable. Thank you, Jose. One more call for this one. It's Brittany. Brittany. Gansuks. Gansuks, Britt. You want to hear that again? Yes, yeah, please. Okay, one moment. Now listen closely to the, just the very beginning of it and try to tune out the rest. Here we go. Back to Britt. All right, Brittany, what is it? All right, these have been pretty tough. I'm usually good at this game, but I kind of suck, but I'm going to take a guess. Try it. Is it Bad Reputation? It is not. Oh. It is not Bad Reputation. I'm sorry, Brittany. But, I don't uh, know this one. We appreciate you. Oh, you ought to know this one. All right, let me, <laughs> <laughs> let me go to uh, Stephanie. She, she knows Stephanie. Uh, you ought to know by Atlantis Martin. Yeah, that is correct. Yeah. Light on cue. Nice work, Steph. Here's what we got for you, Stephanie. You have a pair of passes to see Universal Pictures' highly anticipated new film from Philadelphia native M. Night Shyamalan. The movie is Knock at the Cabin, and the screening is tonight at 7 p.m. at the PFS East. The film hits theaters everywhere on February 3rd, but you can see it before everyone else. Wow! By the way, here's the uh, uh, the song, the clip, uh, a little more in its entirety. There it is. By the way, if anybody wants to get in touch with M. Night Shyamalan, tell him to give us a call sometime <laughs> soon. That'd be great. He's got a new movie out. We're hosting the screening and all that. We would love to talk We're to him friends. about Knock at the Cabin. We're a buddy, but we haven't been having a hard time contacting him. So please tell him we love him and we want to talk to him. Not only that, Servant. Final I, season. I, I, ah. I'm all caught up on it. Yes. Yep. We have and, things to talk about. And this is the final season, right? Okay. Let's do another caller. See if we can get a loop. There it is, winner. We'll go to Frank next. Hey, Frank. <laughs> All right, Frank. We have a new one for you. You ready to play loop there? 
Yes, sir. One moment. Here is the fresh one. Okay. Yeah. I think this is going to be a stumper. If Frank gets it, I'll be very proud of him. All right, Frank. Oh, man. Yeah. I know. Oh, that was his guess. Uh, it I feel like it sounds like Rolling Stone. I want to can't get no satisfaction. No, I'm, I thank you for guessing, yes. though. At least yeah, you gave it a shot, man. but that's incorrect. And I will tell you, it's not the Rolling Stones. All right, there's a little clue for you right there. It's not the Rolling Stones. That kind of narrows it down now. I know, doesn't it? <laughs> Matt? Give it away. Hey, Matt. Yes. All right, we're playing loop. There it is. You want to hear that again? All right, tough one. Yeah, please. All right, one second. Here is the loop. No way in hell I would have gotten this. I would like to pogo stick into Center City just listening to that loop. Yeah. Matt, all right, what do you think? Oh, he lost. Dude, he hung up. He hung up. Oh, yeah, you forget it. Yeah. Fair enough. All right, we'll go to Erica and try her out on this same. Hi there, Erica. Hi. All right, Erica, I know. <laughs> she does not it's sound thrilled. It's laughably difficult, but would you like to hear it again? Yeah, I mean, yeah, why not? Why not? What the hell? Yeah. All right, here it is. Listen closely. Nick, pull up the text messages. I want to see if anybody. Okay, this I have a guess. All right. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Some people are getting it right. It's crazy. Maybe, maybe Erica can get it. Erica, I'm gonna go. We home Alabama. Yes! Oh, well oh my wow. God! Wow. wow! Nice work, Erica. Here's the uh, the clip in its entirety. Was it that part right yeah, there? Yeah, do, yeah. Do, do, do. Wow. Check out the big ears on Erica. Well, you know what? The fact that you, she could pull that out of the... Uh, uh-huh. I, I, it's totally eluding me. Yeah. All right. Well, and I'm stupid. What we going to give her? Well, we're going to give you a $25 gift card for a Hard Rock Cafe. They are celebrating 25 years in Philly. They're at uh, 1113 Market Street. They're right next to Reading Terminal. And you can celebrate 25 years with one of the most iconic rock and roll brands in our city. And check them out at hardrock.com. And by the way, that's where I was. I was at that Hard Rock when when we were at Y100 when we found out that our main competition was changing formats. Yes, that, I remember that. You that Hard Rock? Mm-hmm. Hard Rock? Yep. Hard Rock? Hard Rock? Yeah, is it the Hard Rock over there? You got a real Hard Rock. Yeah, they got a real Hard Rock. <laughs> All right. Must have been very exciting. Okay, so let's do one more at this one. All right, I got you. Last one for Loop. There it is. And who was next in line? I believe it was Burr. Well, I don't know who's been on. Uh, yeah, Brian. Yeah, Brian's been on the longest. Hi, Brian, are you there? Yes, I am. All right. Let's see if this one's uh, a gimme or not. I haven't heard it yet. You ready? Sure. All right. <laughs> hold on. And here is our next loop. What do you think, Brian? Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers can't stop. Damn, dude! Wow! Nailed it! Hang on. This is how it sounds. Yeah, the very beginning. 
That was way off. That was impressive. Wow. All right, what do we got for Brian? Brian, we got a case of Voodoo Ranger Fruit Force IPA. Fruit Force is a high-flying fruit punch IPA soaring at a 9.5% ABV with high drinkability and a refreshing punch flavor. I thought it was German-themed to Blossom. No, it was not, and uh, Brian got it right. That's our final winner, and that means it's time to wrap up. Hit me. Loop, there it is. Thank you for playing. That was fun. I love that game. It's incredibly difficult yep. sometimes. Sometimes I uh, I get it, but man, people yeah. stepping up here. Marissa. Yep, yep most definitely. Yeah, great job, Marissa. All right. Uh, with that, we will take a break and come back in a second. And we have some bizarre file stories. They are on the way, so make sure you stay put. We'll be right back. Two years, the strangest spectacle on snow is back. Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic, Friday, March 3rd, at Scranton's Montage Mountain, with thousands up for grabs and cash prizes. Sled registration and complete details at WMMR.com. Come for the cardboard and stay for the Mountain Fest. Two days of live music, Mountainside. Friday night, it's uglier. Saturday starts with some pond skimming, then ramps up with an explosive double down. Lit. And fuel. Cap off the day with a fireworks show on the snow. Join us for a kickin' weekend at Montauk. Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic and Mountain Fest. Details at WMMR.com. From 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Brought to you this morning by Connecticut School of Broadcasting. This year, invest in yourself and your future at CSB Media Arts Center in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Broadcast media training in months, not years. Scheduled your tour today. Visit GoCSB.com. All right, we'll start with this story out of Scotland. Stun locals could barely believe their eyes after a dog chewed through a front door in Fife. <laughs> a photo of the dog popping its head through a hole went viral as the pet was captured watching passersby in the village of Kelty. Uh, the door of the property had been completely chewed through with a hole stretching the size of what would have been a mail slot. Uh, the dog also appeared to be trying to make a bigger hole in its mission to escape. It's hilarious. That's the damnedest thing I've ever seen. Uh, the pet was spotted with its head hanging out pipes. of the massive gap that it had made in the entryway. Uh, and with a front paw forced uh, through <laughs> the hole, too, it seemed as if the dog was ready for a breakout. So, Preston, our neighbors years ago had a dog, a huge dog named Bear. Yep. On 4th of July evening during the fireworks, they were at a, at a party. The dog did the same thing on their front door. Oh, man. Chewed a hole through the door. Uh, the image has shocked so many people on social media that some didn't even believe it was real. But, in fact, many could testify that the dog's endeavors were legitimate, saying that they had actually passed the scene. Uh, Rianne and Lowe, as the neighbor said, I walked past it going to the nursery and was just sitting there with, my, with his tongue out looking around. Hi. Couldn't believe that it was real, but yeah. He yeah, his, this just happened. He chewed his way through it. A woman told her 53-year-old father not to drink alcohol at home as she was concerned that he would get drunk and soil himself. <laughs> well, yes, I would have to step in there and agree with her on that one. So this is in Singapore, and please bear with me when I try to pronounce her name. When uh, Kishiva Darashini 
Uh, Karen Nanethi was woken up one morning by the sound of cans falling over in the living room, saw that her father had been drinking. She got angry, took a hammer, and hit him in the head with it repeatedly. She's a, listen, she's a caring daughter. On Friday, the 28-year-old pleaded guilty to one charge of voluntary harm, and the judge called for a mandatory treatment order suitability report after both the prosecution and the defense tendered psychiatric reports. The prosecutor said after she was woken up by the noise of falling cans around 6.30 a.m., she left her room and went into the living room there. She found her father who had been drinking beer at night asleep on the sofa. She also noticed a few cans of beer in the living room. At that time... Her mother had left for work, and her sister was asleep in her own room. And uh, the accused had previously told the victim not to drink alcohol at home, as that he might urinate on himself as he was intoxicated, and the accused of her mother would have to clean him up afterwards. She felt very angry and thought that she did not want her mother and sister to have to go through the same matter over and over again. So she, You know he responds better to the hammer. So she then went to the kitchen and took a hammer from a drawer while her father was still sleeping, she swung the hammer and struck his head three or four times. If I had a hammer. The father awoke in the uh, in pain from the blows with oh. his head bleeding. When uh, she noticed the extent of the bleeding, she called the police and said that she had smashed her father's head with a hammer <laughs> and that he was bleeding but conscious. After, the, uh, after she was arrested, her father was taken to the emergency room where a doctor documented his injuries, including a four-centimeter cut. A scan showed that he had a fracture in his skull and wow. was admitted for observation. She yeah. whacked away. Uh, she will return to court April 5th for sentencing. Uh, people using hammers uh, a little too liberally when it comes to hitting uh, people in the head. Yes, the uh, the, the, the Pelosi people? footage. Did you yeah, see that Pelosi stuff? footage. Oh I mean, God. he clocks them. Horrible. A tweet posted on Sunday. Kathy, you'll love this, all right? A tweet posted on Sunday. Featured four photos of a 7-Eleven employee using a floor mop to clean out the inside of the microwave oven. Oh, man. Oh, I Jesus. mean, he just so takes it and shoves it inside there and starts swabbing it around. Do you ever use our microwave? Because uh, I clean it out with a toilet brush. The tweet is accumulated 2.2 million views. Uh, the employee was working at an outlet in Kuala Lumpur. And has since been suspended. Uh, Netsians were quick to respond with over 1,800 tweeted comments. Another Twitter user also identified that the employee had also worked at an MRT station. I'm not sure what that is. Maybe it's a mass transit. Where he allegedly mopped the floor once and used the same mop to wipe the seats. Uh, MRT Corp. since apologized and currently verifying with a particular station. Uh, on Monday, 7-Eleven issued an official statement apologizing for the employee's actions and has also updated the actions. Uh, taken in response to the incident via tweets posted on Tuesday, they said, We at 7-Eleven, Malaysia, would like to offer our sincerest apologies to the actions of one of our employees who failed to comply with our strict sanitation protocols. A brand new microwave oven has replaced the one uh, that was being mopped by the employee <laughs> while the store is undergoing a thorough cleaning and sanitation process as well. Well, that's good to know. Yes. Uh, passengers on an Emirates flight bound for Auckland, New Zealand that left Dubai on Friday morning ended up landing back at the same airport that it took off from a little more than 13 hours later. What? Flight EK-448 departed. That's the return address. At 10.30 a.m. local time, and the pilot turned around nearly halfway into the almost 9,000-mile journey. What? Landing back in Dubai just after midnight on Saturday. Sorry about the U-turn. I forgot my whoopee. Uh, apparently, Auckland Airport was forced to close at the start of the weekend due to severe flooding. 
Oh, uh, the man. airport has I'd been... still land. There uh, wasn't somewhere, like, closer? I, that's nah. what I was thinking, that they would divert them to, you know? But so no. you went all the way back? They turned them back. They were almost halfway oh, there. Uh, uh, Auckland Airport has been assessing the damage to our international terminal, they said, and unfortunately determined that no international flights can operate today. Emirates said in a statement, we regret the inconvenience caused customers. We're so sorry. Emirates will continue to monitor the situation in Auckland and issue updates when required. And then uh, an opposite uh, story to that is a man recently boarded a ghost flight, which is when you have an entire airplane all to yourself. And this one was on his way to Fiji. Wow. According to a now viral TikTok that was posted, uh, Robbie Allen arrived at Sydney Airport in Australia, only to be greeted by a ghost town once he arrived at his gate. Uh, When Robbie got on and was advised that he was the only person on the plane, uh, the flight uh, uh, during the flight, the captain came over and sat next to him and had a little chat for a little while. Who's flying the plane? And throughout the flight, the staff kept dropping by to check in and offer him whatever he wanted. Uh, in other be words, wild, wouldn't it? Alan, I'd play. I'd grab a football and play catch with the uh, captain. He lived his best life for the four and a half hour journey. That's, That's amazing. Pretty cool. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre flight. I was on a flight on an on a full commercial airliner where there were only. Two people. That's pretty on the, cool. Yeah, other people than myself. The most recent, the, the last. It was a red eye. Three times I've been on an airplane, uh, they've been like two-thirds of, or, yeah, about two-thirds of the way full. Lots of room. That's so rare. Almost every single flight I ever take is completely sold out. I don't know where Marissa is, but I'm pretty sure when her and I went to uh, spring right as COVID was hitting, um, I'm pretty sure there was like five other people on the plane. That's awesome. (laughs) There was no one. When we walked through the airport, we took pictures and video. We were the only people in the terminal. Wow. Wow. Ah, the good old days. Ah, what a wonderful experience. Thank God it's over. All right, here's what I'd like to do as we're taking a break. Uh, We have that screening of uh, Knock at the Cabin tonight, and it will be at uh, PFS East in the city. Um, If you would like to go, 7 o'clock is when that is. Uh, I'll take 10 callers right now. Yeah, Bill, I said oh, it. Ten, ten. Oh, 10, It's desperate. Son We're, of a bitch. Uh, what did I tell him? 215-263-WMMR is the number. I need you to stop talking. <laughs> All right, and take 10 callers. Uh, so call right now if you would like to go, and we will put you on the list for tonight. This movie is supposed to be fantastic. That's oh, absolutely, answer. yeah. All right, uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back in just a second. Lesson question, trash music news are coming up when we return. Stay with us. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com. It's kind of self-explanatory after that. I am Dorothy Dodson. My husband started Dodson Pest Control over 75 years ago. We are an American family-owned business, and that's how we treat our customers, like family. Visit DodsonBROS.com. And thank you for choosing Dodson. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right. uh, We have a few more things to give away before we are done for the day. I'll do some more movie passes in a little bit for the screen that we have to knock at the cabin. Uh, But I got something else to give away now. Uh, And we're going to test your knowledge of today's program because it's our lesson question of which we are doing. And we are going to give away tickets to uh, the Impractical Jokers Drive, 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 Drive Tour, which is going to be on Friday. Uh, Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. And uh, tickets available at Ticketmaster.com. But we will give away a pair of tickets 
I think it's a pair. Yeah, a pair of tickets. So, question we're going to ask this morning is the Michael Jackson biopic will also be the next movie in which other Antoine Fuqua movie franchise, or Fuqua, sorry. Uh, the Michael Jackson biopic will also be the next movie in which other Antoine Fuqua movie franchise. If you heard it this morning, you know the answer, then you should call right now, and uh, we'll see if you get it and get the prize. In the meantime, we're going to do the trash. The trash business is a goldmine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. We'll get some stories in the meantime. Steve, what's happening? Well, Harrison Ford, who met and married his wife, actress Callista Flockhart in 2010, says he believes there is a movie project they could both work on together. Ford says he knows it's out there and is doing his damnedest to avoid it. Yeah. Hey! 36-year-old singer and actress Catherine McPhee say uh, she and her husband, 78-year-old music producer David Foster, are attempting to conceive another child. McPhee says the great thing with the elderly Foster is that when he begins to climax, she has plenty of time to raid the refrigerator, return to bed, and get herself back into position before the baby batter leaves his penis. Oh, my God. Oh my God. And finally, Pamela Anderson revealing that even though she was only married to mega producer John Peters for 12 days in 2020, he is leaving her $10 million in his will. When asked by a reporter why she believes Peters did that, she cleared some room in front of her and throwed it a mic stand. <laughs> That's your trash. All right. Thank you, Steve. I think there's something wrong with our phone lines. What's going on? Uh, well, either there's uh, no phone calls. There's two people that have been on hold for a while. And How could they have known the question? I don't know. No, they were they were already there. They were already on hold, so I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Uh, Marissa's going to try and figure it out. We'll do, um, we'll do the music news while we're waiting for that, if that's all good with Wait. you guys. So yeah. I'm going to move ahead, and it will be right here. No. It'll be right here. Yeah. On 93.3 WMF. And then I hit the button again. Okay. Okay. Give me music news again, please, if you will. Stop here. We're going to do this. Move that over. I'll take that away from you. All right. You're good. All right, we're good? Yeah. All right, where's that coming up? Three? Yeah, here we go. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah. All right, uh, I got a few stories for you. We're going to start with this. Marilyn Manson uh, has uh, sued again for allegedly grooming and repeatedly sexually, uh, sexually assaulting a 16-year-old girl. <laughs> And uh, according to page six, the girl whose name is uh, going by Jane Doe in the suit claimed that Manson invited her onto his tour bus and attacked her following a Dallas show in September 1995 and then threatened that if she told anyone, he would kill her and her family. So he recently, he recently, was it settled? He settled yeah. with somebody? Yeah, he settled with the, the that's actress from uh, Game of Thrones. He's got multiple... Allegations like this. Jane Doe also alleged that within weeks, Manson began calling her and asking her to send explicit sexual photos of her and her friends to his fan club, Satan's Bake Sale. Uh, She claimed that Manson invited her to a December 1995 show in New Orleans where the suit claims that he took her back to his tour bus and became more aggressive and, again, sexually assaulted her, Hmm. including kissing, biting her breasts, and other more intense things. Uh, Doe has alleged that she became addicted to drugs and alcohol and was lured into Manson's dark world of drugs, alcohol, sex, deviance, harassment, abuse, and assault. Wow. Then in 1999, when she was 19, she was invited on tour with Manson, where he continued to, quote, groom and sexually assault her for the next four weeks, adding that Manson often coerced plaintiff to have sex with him and other band members or his assistant at the same time. Manson controlled what plaintiff could do. 
uh, who could touch plaintiff and who he wanted plaintiff to be with sexually, all while providing plaintiff with drugs. The lawsuit also names Manson's labels, Interscope and Nothing Records, claiming they knew or should have known that Manson had a history of giving drugs to female fans, a allowed backstage, onto the bus, hotel rooms, and sexually assaulting minors and women. The suit added that uh, the labels knew the performer was inviting minors onto his bus after shows and were well aware of his obsession with sexual violence and childhood sexual assault. Wow. That's heavy. Manson's attorney, Howard King, said uh, Brian Warner does not know this individual and has no recollection of ever having met her 28 years ago. He certainly was never intimate with her. She has been shopping her fabricated tale to tabloids and on podcasts for more than two years, he said. Uh, this person is seeking damages to be determined at trial and an order preventing Manson and his labels from exposing minors and vulnerable adults to sexual abuse and exploitation. Wow. Okay. Uh, let's see. Although many fans have been clamoring for Foo Fighters to perform at the halftime uh, during Super Bowl, all is not lost. Uh, Blabbermouth posted that Dave Grohl will be featured in a Super Bowl, uh, super, uh, featured on Super Bowl Sunday in a new commercial for Crown Royal Canadian whiskey. Ah, uh, Dave is a longtime fan of Crown yes. Royal. I've seen him in person uh, with a, a fresh bottle of Crown Royal opened. It was uh, at uh, Wells Fargo Center, and he was backstage getting ready to go Enjoy on stage. It. He, had, he had a full bottle ready to go. He loves his Crown Royal. Uh, Sophie Kelly, who is the senior VP for Diego, uh, or no, I'm sorry, Diageo, uh, Diageo, thank you, uh, Crown Royal's parent company, uh, said in a statement, Dave is a Crown Royal super fan, a perfect partner to spread a message of gratitude to the audience that is uh, that is authentic to the brand. After seeking uh, the work come to life, we have some great content that we'll be sharing over the next couple of weeks, including a decision to up our Super Bowl commitment to running a 60-second in-game. The um, actor-singer Anthony Ramos does the current Crown Royal commercial. Yeah. Where he's walking to his neighborhood and he brings a bottle to his mother. They get hammered. Correct. And they uh, set a hobo on fire. Now, that part I didn't see. But I know he likes Crown Royal. At least that's what's depicted in that yes. brutal commercial. Uh, as far as his ongoing meat-free Monday vegetarian campaign, Paul McCartney has unearthed a collaboration between him and Jeff Beck from back in 1994. The music performed by the two legends was originally used the following year as part of McCartney's uh, Ubu Jubu syndicated radio series. <laughs> uh, McCartney posted on the official MeatFreeMondays.com website a message about the clip saying, with the sad passing of Jeff Beck, a good friend of mine and a great guitar player, uh, it reminded me of the time we worked together many years ago in a campaign for vegetarianism. It's great uh, guitar playing because it's Jeff. And the clip features uh, Beck's voiceover uh, saying, highlights uh, the damage caused by deforestation to create more land for cattle grazing, as well as some of the harmful knock-on effects from this. Uh, on top of the benefits to animals and personal health, there are also many environmental advantages to eating more plant-based meals, he had said. Uh, so I guess they were, I assume Jeff yeah, was Yeah, apparently a that was the case. So, uh, so they, he did own a, uh, I know, a uh, steak restaurant. Oh, I didn't know that. That's kind of contradictory to his <laughs> He just wanted to get close to Pope. What is message. this? Um, so, Jeff Beck's Steakhouse? Yeah. So McCartney's How, McCartney was McCartney started as a vegan, right? What, vegetarian. Vegetarian. How yeah. many years ago? I mean, for, it's been 
for decades. In 1993, I got the opportunity to sit down and interview both him and Linda separately. Right. And at that time, and I have it at home, uh, Linda gave me one of her cookbooks and signed it. I was a nice right. autograph inside of it, and you know, she told me to go veggie and stuff like that. So that was ninety three. To have a cookbook by then, they had yeah. to have been into it for a long, for a long time, time before that. Yes. Uh, so it was at least by then, which is what thirty years ago. Yeah. yeah so, so yeah, it was when uh, Heather Mills' uh, her legs got blown off in the land yeah. landmines. Right. That's when they first. Yeah. Way back then, I remember him talking about being a vegetarian on The Simpsons because Lisa decided right. she wanted to be a vegetarian, and that was like mid nineties. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow, this is all on the Ubu Jubu syndicated radio. Ubu Jubu, Ubu Jubu. That was going to be the name of our show. Up your butt, yeah. Ubu Jubu. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, now we are not having luck here. No, I, there are callers on the line. I don't see oh, that. Now we have no, no line. Okay. Now there we everything have a, a pastoral uh, image on the computer. Texters are getting. There we go. All right. All right. Now we got our callers. We're looking for an answer to the lesson question and uh, the Michael Jackson biopic. Will also be the next movie in which other Antoine Fuqua movie franchise, and it is Andrew that we'll go to. Hey there, Andrew. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. Well done. He's combining Yoo-Hoo and Gadzooks. I like that. All right, so the Michael Jackson biopic will be the next movie in which other franchise, sir? Uh, The Equalizer. Equalizer. Yes. Hang on, Andrew. Going to give you tickets to go see the Impractical Jokers Drive, 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 Drive Tour. Presented by the President Steve Show. It's Friday at uh, Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. Uh, tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster. You don't do your uh, your messed up... Uh, uh, I will have to do that. I, it's one of my favorite things. There was another song that I would do that you were changing, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 I don't remember what right, that was. Uh, uh, maybe take a walk down memory lane. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it might be. I don't know. I will have to do that. It's a It's a classic rock song. It's a cacophonous. How does it go? Oh, yeah, it's from the ELO. It's called Fire on High. Fire on High. Can we can we maybe get a little version of that? Yeah. All right, hang on a second. Let's see if I have this. Hang on. Is it under? If it's the actual, you know what? It might be. If it's if it's the actual version of it, you don't want it because it starts off with this backwards vocal thing, which it. But yeah, it was a pen and ding 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 getting ding 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 ding. And I I would I would uh, solo. Yeah. I don't know. All right, he I can't find it. Anymore. Damn it. Well, well get it set and I'll do it absolutely tomorrow. All right. Yeah. We'll do that. <laughs> Tune in tomorrow morning for that uh, uh exclusively on the press. <laughs> Wake up, grandma. Tomorrow. Come on, get out of bed. <laughs> Come on, gum gum. Come on! You gotta hear this. Don't hit me. <laughs> Here, here's the hammer. Can you hit that hit grandma with that, Steve, please? Thank you. Get her, wake her ass up, please, if you would. All right. Yeah, so it doesn't start. No, okay. Well, it. Yeah. Okay. I, it's I gotta, okay. I got to edit it in a little right. bit. Okay. Are we good? Yeah. We're good. Just, oh, All okay. right. Just saying. Grandma. Just saying. All right. Let's take a break. Let's take a break and come back and wrap this Harry bitch up. Oh we'll my be god. Right back. Stay with us. After two years, the strangest spectacle on snow is back. Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic. Friday, March 3rd, at Scranton's Montage Mountain with thousands up for grabs and cash prizes. Sled registration and complete details at WMMR.com. 
Come for the cardboard and stay for the Mountain Fest. Two days of live music, Mountainside. Friday night, it's up clear. Saturday starts with some pond skimming and ramps up with an explosive double bell. Lit. And fuel. Cap off the day with a fireworks show on the snow. Join us for a kickin' weekend at Montauk, Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic, and Mountain Fest. Details at WMMR.com from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Preston and Steve program about ready to come to a close. Two days into the work week and a little ways to go before we'll be sailing off into the weekend. And um, you can make your plans now, but make sure that they do involve uh, a jacket. <laughs> yes. It's going to be chilly this weekend. Our high on Saturday, a mere 28 degrees. So just letting you know about that. I would like to thank the Jello Man for giving us a call. The this Jello morning. Man. Yeah, that was. Uh, the guy, that the was Jello cool. Man. He was great, man. <laughs> the guy is, is just uh, completely. Um, motivated. I mean, all of his different ventures and all the stuff he's putting together, and he's at like every event you go to, you probably see him. Mm-hmm. And he's a weirdo. Yeah, so he, kept call, he kept calling himself yeah. that, a weirdo over and over. But I love the colorful characters that exist uh, in our city, and uh, would like to get to know more of them and yeah. find more of them. You know, somebody's might be an interesting get. Feel free to let us know. We'll see if it's uh, worth. Uh, you know, picking up a phone, and getting him on for, it. but uh, he was great. So yeah, and he was kind of. You should see the videos. By the way, his uh, his Instagram is Jello Man Philly, <laughs> standing on top of a board on. Uh, I assume that's Broad Street. Yeah, it looks like Avenue of the Arts, and <laughs> they're hoisting him down the street as he's flinging hundreds of Jello shots into the crowd. They could be our Suicide Squad with Gary Lauer. Oh my God! When they like piece together <sighs> our Suicide Squad. Oh my God! Is he in charge? Yeah, he might know. have to he be. He seems the most together. He might yeah. have to be. Yeah, <laughs> that's dangerous. Listen, he's serving uh, Jello shots with Pop Rocks, so yeah, yeah. yeah. he's got to be in charge. Yeah. Oh, listen, yeah, huh? yeah. So. Imagine Gary trying to get control. <laughs> no, you're gonna you. have to focus. Uh, thank you to Hard Rock Cafe for yeah. being here this morning. Twenty fifth anniversary in Philadelphia, eleven thirteen Market Street. Uh, and they brought by a whole bunch of food for us and some great giveaways for you today. Make your reservations, hardrock.com, because they've got very cool Valentine's Day specials coming up. Uh, they have, um, uh, you know, obviously for the big game, that's going to be a fun one, too. That uh, is a so, big game. Yeah, if you want to get your, uh, it is a very big game. It's a game. very big game. If you would like to get your tickets, <laughs> go to hardrock.com. Um, we need to do, yeah. Sorry, real quick. I I think we can make a contest out of, uh, Gary Lauer trying to like wrangle a group of people or, or like, uh, give him a task that they need to complete, but there's gotta be other people involved. He has to, he has to run something. Scavenger hunt or something. He has to be in in charge and running it. I want to see him run a, like a timeshare seminar. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) God. Oh my God. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, that was just in my head. I'm like, he's got to run something. He's got to raise your hand if you love Florida. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't heard from him in a little while, have we? I no, we did. Uh, we did. It's his birthday. Like, he's good. Oh, Christmas Sorry. miracle. Yes, I think it's his birthday next week. Should I see if the three testicles buttons works or if it is still a siren? Yeah, go for it. I had three testicles. Yay! Yay! He's back. It works. Yeah, a week from tomorrow, Gary Lauer's birthday. <laughs> oh, my God. God. That's him blowing up the yeah. hand. Yeah. 
Make a wish. <laughs> Anybody want a piece? What's this green icing on the cake? Oh, God. Uh, uh, wrap it up, Preston. Right. It's to the 8th. Turns... All right, we'll talk to him then. Yeah, he either turns 59 or 69. I can't read my own writing. <laughs> He's not 69. Really? I just uh, exercise and diet. Well, then he turns 59 next Wednesday. God, he's going to be almost 60 years old. And now I, I I'll had three hand, testicles. I'll hand it to Gary. He doesn't look like he's going to be No, no. That's, that kind of living helps out. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't it? All right. looks good for his age. Yeah. All right. Uh, letter of the day. Yeah. Casey's going to do it. Here we go. All right. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. <laughs> <laughs> the President Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter E, as in. All right, we'll uh, give away on Friday a $250 Hard Rock Cafe Philadelphia restaurant gift card and a $250 gift card for the Hard Rock Shop. Uh, Hard Rock Cafe Philadelphia is celebrating 25 rockin' years in the city of brotherly love. And you can stop by for giveaways through February 8th. Reserve your table uh, today. I want to take this moment to... Wait, no, I'm not thinking about It's that Tuesday. Oh, my God. It's that Tuesday, so we got to give away our President Steve Show themed tattoo. Our winner today is Steve Hample. Yay! Of Glen Olden, Pennsylvania. Steve, you got a three hundred fifty dollars gift certificate, for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing, and Tattoos Day on the President Steve Show is presented by Floating World Tattoo and Piercing, seventeen twenty nine South Street in Philadelphia. You want to check out their artwork? Visit floatingworldtattoos.com or check them out on Instagram at Floating World Tattoos. Now, I want to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show is brought to you today by Duncan. President Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also, uh, Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, and Manhattan Bagel. You gather, they cater Manhattan Bagel. Uh, tomorrow on the program, Wednesday, Fox Good Day, Secret Text Word. We'll have some giveaways, and we're working on Francis Ellis from Barstool. Yeah. Ah, nice. Okay, we'll see about that. All That's right. it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's good to have you on the We make USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at USAA.com slash bundle. Restrictions apply.